0: Hello and welcome to the Saladcast on Sunday the 22nd of April 2018. I'm your host Dan Train,
1: joining me today Zachary Burgess. It's time to say boo summer because it suddenly arrived.
0: And Robert Kemp. In April.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it's going to be like a week of summer and then it'll go away again, as is traditional. Yeah, and then it's going to be horrid again (laughs) apparently.
0: It's just how close the winter was to the summer that's the wind. Well, yeah, it was like
1: literally a week before this, I was scraping ice off my car. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's like
2: ridiculously hot. And there's people having water fights outside the house, you know.
0: Had a barbecue yesterday.
1: Had a barbecue last week. Yeah, pretty much the first day it was hot. I was just like, I opened the window. It's like, oh, it smells like barbecue. (laughs) Yeah, it works. (laughs) Everyone must be barbecuing. I say I had a barbecue. I haven't. You haven't but, used your bar. I
2: haven't. I haven't. You attended a barbecue. <laughs> yes, barbecue. I haven't. I, I haven't quite brought myself to the uh, horror that is cleaning a barbecue yet.
1: Make sure there's no wasp nest under there. Really.
2: Yeah, some, some, of the, some of the like the, the snails and spiders move in overwind. <laughs> so you gotta get those get those buggers out.
0: Can't you just spray it down or something? What shape is it?
1: It's like a you know drum, isn't it? You, you know.
0: Oh a drum. Can yeah.
1: have like holes in the bottom? Could you just does, theoretically yeah. just grinch it? Yeah. It's got uh, yeah. Ventilation, but then you, surely. Then
2: you've still got the skanky stuff that's all stuck there, like I don't know, the, like think things sort of just appear on that surface. It's kinda of horrible. So you have to like give it a proper scrub down and stuff. You're fine. Yeah.
0: Well, it's gotta be done if you wanna have some barbecues. If in the week that we've got or less
3: yeah it's more the
2: point that it's probably fine right because so you did you, you know fire but it's like you really want the sort of burnt charred remains of whatever was there sort of potentially wafting into your food
0: mm. I suppose that's true it's probably fine though isn't it if it's at the bottom and you've just shoved charcoal there and it's all burning it's probably no no, deal that's with not gas.
2: Charcoal. my, my barbecue's gas
0: oh you've got a gas one oh, okay Gasbecue. Now we're cooking with gas.
3: No, your grill. Get enough of my grill. How much longer until you need more gas?
2: I don't know, actually, because no. that is <laughs> oh, an enormous do,
0: can. Do you have like a and tank?
2: Yeah. Got a big old can. Oh, and, and you can't like, never... tell
0: how pressurized well, it, it is or
2: Well it does have a like a little pressure indicator on it, but it only that the moment that starts dropping is the time you should probably get it replaced. Yeah, right, so it stays fairly constant until yeah. it drops. So, so, yeah, so as soon as that starts dropping, that's the moment you need to actually mm. do something about it. So, <laughs> up, up until then, I don't know how much I've got.
0: And where do you keep the gas canister, like in the winter, just next to it? or
2: Yeah, just out there. Mm. Why not? It's a big, heavy ass gas canister. <laughs> I
0: guess so. I can't see anything could go wrong if it freezes or anything.
2: I mean, they keep them all out, like outside. Over the road where they they've got like cages set up where they yeah, keep them true. all at the, at the garage over the road. So it's, yep. I assume if they're doing it, I'm doing it.
0: Yeah, fair.
2: Gaseous, but I did get one of the big cans because it was like um, when you have to, when you pick them up, you have to you have to put this weird. You have to sort of like put down a deposit for them, and but the deposit's the same no matter what size you can you get. So it's like I might as well get a biggie then because the gas is actually not the expensive part.
0: Oh, right, so that then you take back the... In the end, you take back the canister.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you never just throw away the cans. You always take them back. Because um, mm. that's how they, they don't fill them up. You just take the can back and they'll give you a new one. Right, they swap no, it out. Would, yeah, just swap it out just to be quicker. Mm. Um, so that means you can swap out for any size you want, pretty much, once you put the deposit down to be in this can club. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the, I'm the, gas, can the gas club. club. <laughs>
0: But you have to go back to that specific. I don't carriage, think so. Right? No,
2: I think as I think as long as you're registered with, I actually who? have no idea at this point. Like <laughs> having never had to refill, no. <laughs> had had to never address my gas can refill needs. But but in theory, no, you can just go anywhere. Is just it like color? You're, you're on record. <laughs> I think it's the fact that you have a can is enough for them. Thinking about it, like to a certain extent, like you give them your name or something, and right, assuming there.
1: it's like. Type of can that they deal with, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> if you took it somewhere where it's like we don't we don't use that specific brand of can and connectors and stuff, then they probably wouldn't actually be able to do anything with well, it. Well, okay. I
2: doubt. Like the garage over the road, of the people filling it up themselves? In fairness, I think no. they they probably just you know but wait for a gas they'd Still around. have to
1: distribute those to someone else who probably needs a specific thing.
2: I, know, I reckon a truck just comes and picks them up, and then they take them somewhere, and that's where they yeah, get. filled a specific up, company
1: yeah. truck. <laughs> As a specific design of
2: canon valve, probably well, it depends. It's all, it's all, it, yeah. As Dan said, it's, it's kind of all Keller, isn't it? Like all this stuff, or well, like...
0: maybe BOC, but I guess that's for like big stuff, right? British Oxygen uh, yeah, Company. Maybe. Yeah, I haven't seen those bands for a long time. Maybe they don't exist anymore. BOC, BOC. I
2: guess our Keller, the new kid on the bock. in terms of. Gas distribution. I know they're really old, but you know. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> we,
1: I think we don't need really? to Google this. Let's, let's oh, talk this. about something else instead of gas. Should we talk about Ready Player One? It's no. Good. Let's not have a film <laughs> section no? over. Oh, but Ready Player One is like vaguely video gaming. I, I'll contribute to the film section by saying when I left the house, my parents were watching episode one. Okay, <gasps> great. And I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you be doing that? Was it on the TV? It just happened to be Oh, well, I mean, TV. they were watching it on the TV, but I don't know what if it was on a channel or whatever. It was uh, on Netflix or something. Now TV. TV, right? Okay, but it's just like why why that one? And then it turned up really loud. So when I came downstairs, to my company, I was like, I was listening to it, Talk and I was right. like, Hang on a minute, that's <laughs> fucking Jar Jar. <laughs> why are you watching what? episode one? <laughs>
0: that's a very strange film to be watching actively unless they're like digging
2: for meme material
1: (laughs) no probably not sitting
2: there with with the notebooks, going clip it out four minutes past
0: there's still more meme material in those films to be mined I'm sure
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, it's not a matter of the film material we're getting mined for memes. It's a matter of the real world providing the material that you shove onto the film material yes. to make the meme. <laughs> That's
0: true.
2: <laughs> Still not sure i get the Steam Ham things, though. Like why? Did- oh, why Steam is, like, Ham something- is brilliant. But it's not... It's not! <laughs> it's, yes, it like, it's, just- it's just playing the scene in...
1: With slight tweaks to it. Well, that's basically what all weaves are. Yeah, but it's it's such a long scene. It is long. I mean, that's part of what makes it slightly more interesting. Maybe being that long gives you a chance to do things with it if you actually have the effort, like converting the entire scene into a whole song. That was pretty good.
3: Steam, clams. (laughs) No.
2: I've seen a few now. I caught up. Like
3: there's not that many. I, I became
2: ones. meme educated, but yeah. it's like, yep, no, no, not not seeing why this one is a thing. I just have a lot of affection for The Simpsons. I think that was a, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I mean, that was a funny episode in yeah.
3: general. <laughs> Whoa, that's good squishy. Whoa,
1: that's good squishy. <laughs>
2: Pretty sure that was the same episode, right? <laughs>
0: Well it's like the tales from Springfield, isn't it? Or yeah. whatever, like
2: lots of mini stories. I'm sure other people must have
3: interesting days, right? <laughs> so yeah, Ready Player One is a film. Surprisingly
2: good film. With a lot of references. <laughs> the the Spielberg effect has saved it You think? From Yeah. I I I really enjoyed it in fairness. Cool. I I am 100% the target market, in fairness, but. That's true. But still. But from from my perspective, yeah. Dang good time. They didn't milk the video game thing too much. They didn't. I mean, you know, it is a video game. It's a giant video game. But when I say milk it, you know how, like, some film, well, many, many films, when they put it in there, like, they sort of. They either over explain it, or they say something, or they use language that's just. You're sitting there going, ugh, not even the people in the. Not even the people who play these games say stuff like that, but they somehow avoid all that sort of like uncanny. It's the uncanny language valley, I guess. In this case, it's like mm. it's not—they're not—they're not necessarily trying to speak that language. They they just sort of manage it, and it blends, and it seems to fit in okay. And they make up a few terms, but they're not super terrible. Mm. Like dying is referred to as zeroing out because you. Lose everything you have in the game, Great. so it's like you're zeroing. It's like you've got nothing. Start again, and it's like well, okay, I, it, I, uh, that sort of makes sense. That sounds like a term someone would come up with. <laughs> it's no worse than
0: like what's the Assassin's Creed where you desynchronize or something,
2: de- or something like that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but even then, I, I I think desync would like or desynchronize would make if they shortened it to desync, I think it'd be okay. But if they said desynchronize, I think I'd be like, uh... yeah. <laughs> I mean, Maybe not. Doesn't sound so sound so great. Uh, You know, and they visualise its mechanics about coin and stuff. And like, I think the first twenty minutes of it are are a bit of a hard view because they, like they said, they are doing the thing that a lot of films do. Like in the first twenty minutes, which is like, here's a reference. Here's a thing. Look at this thing. Let's let's talk about. The game in a way that's trying not to be exposition-y, but ultimately kind of is because you have to explain what the hell's going on. So. Yeah, like here's a store, and we're going to explain every item that we're looking at because they'll come up later in the story because, of course, they will. You know, things like that. It's, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's a little bit heavy-handed with some of that. But but it's
0: done as best as it can be, I guess.
2: Yeah, Maybe. it's like, oh, we need to explain this doohickey, so when it happens, people just don't go, oh, that was convenient. <laughs> Which it nevertheless is. <laughs> yes, nevertheless. But yeah, a surprise, surprisingly good fun thing. Cool. Uh, yeah, the, the sequences are good. The visuals are good. It has that sort of. Did you do you watch some Spielberg's Tintin film?
0: Uh, no, I never saw that. I really want to because it's like written by Joe Cornish, I think.
2: No, oh, is it? Wow. Yeah, and, and I so it's write, um, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, because it's, it's pretty. I mean that was pretty good as well, but it has a sort of tendency of being very uh, what's the word? It's I think it's because he's unshackled by the limitations of having real cameras. Yeah, yeah. There is a tendency to just throw them around everywhere. Mm. Um, Something that you know modern three D animated films kind of stay away from a little bit. They try and make it. They try and limit themselves to being like, oh, what could we do with real cameras rather than
0: right to make it feel more
2: kind of like yeah, like an actual build. Whereas this goes completely the other way and goes, oh, we can do wild stuff. Let's just lots of spinning cameras and that go everywhere and see everything from every angle. And we won't, you don't need to cut here because we can just swing into place. And it's like, that can be a bit overly swimmy, but definitely gives it a unique look at least.
1: They should have just. <laughs> They should have just done the Doom thing, except for third-person. <laughs> just made it when you're in the game. It only has a third-person camera that locks onto one of the characters and, like, pivots around them. But they right, change the right. character. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they they stay
2: clear from that. They actually surprisingly don't do any of that, really. Like, there's very little... I can't remember a shot where they really actually go, oh, he's playing the game from first-person, or um, even though everyone is. Yeah, obviously. And well, it's... Um, I guess. Uh, it's... it's yeah, it's just slightly weird. They, again, they kind of steer clear of that and just sort of present it like like the world is a thing and you could throw a spectate camera around it, I guess.
1: Yeah, but it's not even like a spectate camera exactly. Like When, it's, when it's like a camera, like camera work, it's slightly different to just like having a camera that just goes wherever the fuck you want. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and obviously some of the conceits about how people are playing the game don't really work. Like, you know, they haven't quite figured out uh, how if in a bit of the game world where i don't know there's a there's a bit in the trailer where there's a squad of guys just running down the street like holding up their hands as if they're holding guns and then it cuts to the in-game equivalent and they're running across a, a big open world as uh halo spartans and it's uh but you know they're clearly on, just on a street and it's like yeah but if they, that, does that mean they can't turn left or right where they want to because you know they just run into there's traffic actual stuff or something there. yeah. yeah there's there's things there, and it's like so there there are bits of that that don't really hold up or when people are jumping over couches to do the precise actions in the game of them jumping over a thing, <laughs> and it's like yeah, but that really t- how are you moving forwards like if and you're also isn't the light? like real world like pretty much trashed? Um everyone uh, at least in, like... the part of it we see. Right. The, the, like, the, core pre- in, like, the main premise is that yeah, the Oasis is where everyone goes to escape, effectively. Right. They're they're leaning heavily on the escapism aspect. Mm. And so everyone does that rather than do anything else with their spare time. <laughs> <laughs> but that would mean there'd be even
0: more junk everywhere to run into <laughs> in yeah. well,
2: the looks like there are sections of it where you can just see there are people like in what look like collections of homeless I suppose but they're all wearing VR headsets still so it's like even even they like, would probably give up their homes just to have just to be in the game mm. or something like that it's like I, I don't know if they, they don't obviously go into what that's about but it's it's a bit of a strange message if you wanted to dig into it <laughs> it's like what are you trying to
1: say here probably nothing but well, the real question is, where are all the, where are all those people in the game? Like, what are they doing? Well, yeah, <laughs> they just like stick around. Well, because <laughs> they are in real life.
2: <laughs> uh, kind, of, mm, but there's a there's a it does it does in theory all come together in a, in in some ways. But anyway, yeah, it's it's stupid, but it's but it's stupid in a really fun way. <laughs> like you can really have a good time watching it. It's not. But in the same ways, it's like it's it's a very different kind of stupid from like Scott Pilgrim. But you know, hmm. still very enjoyable.
0: I think I'll probably watch it on TV.
2: <laughs> oh. but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's one Don. of those things that if I if I went 4K HDR, I think it would be a pretty damn good set piece for it. I'm sure
0: that will happen someday, Rob. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and when it does, I'll be watching that on your TV. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, with some Dono's pizza. <laughs> or other brands other are available, are available. <laughs> including other ones that we frequent.
3: Yeah, hello. I,
2: I just thought I was bringing up simply because it's a cool, it's a video, a video game. game related, relevant. It annoys really? Zach
0: slightly less. And now we have news on stuff that is actual video
2: games. What's in the news? How's, um, have you got any got any kitchen bitching before we begin? Like, how's the hello fresh? Uh it's going well, yeah. Apart from this
0: week, because it got sunny. I ended up going for beers after work multiple days, so I haven't cooked it all, so need to make <laughs> one tonight, basically. <laughs> but way, s-
3: slowly
2: run the stash.
0: Yeah, but it's always tasty. I made like a sea bream thingy with oh, the sea bream's nice. Yeah. yeah, it was very nice. Grilled with green beans and mashed potatoes and stuff. It was super nice. Uh yeah.
2: It sounds decidedly not like bitching though.
0: Okay. No, no, there's not, there's not much bitching. Um, I, I, I almost had a bit of bitching where I could have sworn that we had a potato masher for that and then it went missing, uh, but I managed to find <laughs> it. And then when I used it, the handle came off. So I need to get my own potato <laughs> masher basically, <laughs> basically I, I can't rely on anything that we already have because it's probably shit quality. So I have to go and buy all my own
2: tools. Well, top tip from my own experience, don't get the mashers that look cool. They almost no. inevitably are the worst to actually use. Like the one, we made the mistake once of getting one of those ones that just looks like a sine wave. No, yeah. Yeah, to- to- totally doesn't work. I'm like, just going to get ones that are like,
0: proper... OXO Good Grips. I mean, it's in the name, <laughs> Good Grip. It's got to be good, right?
2: <laughs> you just want something that's solid, that doesn't bend, yeah. and has tiny, tiny holes. That'll do. Yeah. Like, like the one I've got now is more like a, but Swiss cheese, like like it's a solid plate of metal with just like drilled holes in it. Yeah,
0: that's basically great. what you need. Uh,
2: yeah. Works pretty good.
0: Any, uh, no, but there's no uh, kettle bitching. Everything's sort of. I sorted mean, they've got the now. good kettle now, yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. that's not going to be a problem, hopefully, for a while. Okay. <laughs> I could okay. complain about my brain doing stupid things while I was asleep, which is very annoying, <laughs> and maybe hella tired again last week. <laughs> Where it's like it was, I don't very often actually remember dreams, and I didn't even actually remember this me one because this is the weird. This is where it went weird. Where like I don't remember what the original dream was, but I remember that there came a point where it really grossed me out for some reason to the point where I realized it was a dream, and I was just like, "Well, fuck this! I'm just gonna wake up." <laughs> 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 so, so it's like that happened so i i totally don't remember what the dream was before that which is weird so it's just like i had this feeling that that was what, I, what had been going on so i was like okay fuck this i'm gonna wake up look at <laughs> woke up look at the clock and it's like it's 2 30 why the fuck do i feel so tired sat up in bed and then i actually woke up and then looked at the clock and it said 9 and i was like well fuck <laughs> thanks brain that's real helpful
0: <laughs> that's so weird are you sure there wasn't, like, some kind of inception team or something? <laughs>
1: well, that was uh, the thing. It was, like, I woke up when I sat up, which is, like, the, the jump of uh, the, whatever they call it? Yeah, the, the kick or whatever. You know, kick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit, <laughs> I've inceptioned myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Does he do that? Does he inception himself? I don't no, think no. in the force.
1: Yeah, I can't remember anyway. No well, it's because the architect is the, like separate, they all have to have separate roles, don't they? Yeah. They don't really go into their own things. Apart from in limbo, I guess. <laughs> that doesn't really tell.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but
1: that was okay. very annoying. That is not a good way to wake up. Where you wake up and think it's two different times, and there are two different times that are like completely at the opposite ends of the scale, where one's way too late, one's too early. And it's just like, God damn it. <laughs> I didn't want either of those results. <laughs> basically i've been falling
2: into the old student sleep
1: hole quite a lot recently
2: like (laughs) just that 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 state where you're you don't need to sleep anymore like you're not really tired or anything like that you just can't get out of bed
0: (laughs) what like on a normal work day or like at the weekend yeah
2: well because because there are days where no one takes herself to the to to work so i don't know no then you don't have to wake up. I don't have to wake up now. I can do the run as late to nine o'clock as I can before I wander into the other room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Turn on slack. And so, and of- so,
2: and so I have done. <laughs> and then it's becoming quite bad because it's just like, oh, I need to actually get up and have breakfast or something, maybe. It's like, oh, no, it's five to nine. Oh, I'm in trouble now. <laughs>
3: just, just, just sit down.
2: It's, like it's yeah. becoming really hard. And obviously the weekend has proven a bit of a problem. <laughs> it's just like i can't get myself up hmm. uh, well, except i did to go running yesterday and then but the, i was i was still in the sleep hole so i did my run got home had a shower fell asleep yeah, right <laughs> now
0: yeah i hate that when you're in a sleep hole for like it's amazing i could definitely make it all the way multiple tubes you know across the bridge into work up the lift like through a whole stand up uh, and then drink a whole coffee before I get out of the sleep hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite it's like multiple hours and still in the sleep hole. Because mm. not going to properly go to bed early enough or sleep early enough, which is stupid.
2: Yeah, probably. Probably you sort of end up in... Which like, well, well, Zach and I were playing Rocket League last night. I was sort of in a weird state where... My face was tired. Like, <laughs> like you're, like you're yeah. in some gonna
1: kind of massive game. Yeah,
2: that, that <laughs> I actually had that problem. Like it's weird. It's like my my face but like my eyes and and like the muscle structure in my in my face was the only thing about me that felt tired. Like my, my I still felt mentally active and I uh, was jiggling my leg like a like a mofo, you know mm. <laughs> as I'm doing right now. <laughs> so I was still pretty awake but 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 my eyes were having none of it. And it's like, this is weird. Can I be properly tired, please? And then that carried on to when I actually decided, like, all right, I'm going to have to call this. I'm going to have to try and sleep regardless. And it was just like, my eyes went closed. I was like, oh, that, this feels proper. But the rest of me is all like having a little dance. So, I'm going, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so you needed to sleep
0: your face. I needed to sleep <laughs> my face Yeah. Okay. Hmm.
2: I guess you could do that while running. <laughs> what? Just. Just I hope someone else can guide me. <laughs> yeah, I'll just wear a blindfold and just run with my eyes closed. For all. my face is tired.
0: <laughs> I've definitely like now. I've recovered from the week and I've had all the sleep I need, and I now I feel relaxed. So it would be good to have one extra day off work so I could actually get some stuff done. Mm. But no, but no.
2: Oh, well, I know what you mean. Never mind. Well, Gnome's taking a day off, so that, that's me covered. Like, <laughs> in a way, it's like all the stuff we were supposed to do this weekend. Well, Gnome's got a day off. Gnome's going to do it tomorrow. <laughs> <her. laughs> You're
0: working.
3: Nice. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, No. <Nome>. I
2: <laughs> hey, um, something, something you guys might uh, appreciate a bit more than anyone else who listens to this thing. <laughs> but um, do you remember back in the trampoline days? Yes one when Zach had a tam- trampoline that we always used to use. Trampo. There was a uh, a bouncing game we used to call Oi that I don't think we've ever talked about it on the podcast before. <laughs>
1: <Why> <laughs> would we even do that? I don't know. It was <laughs>
2: just basically yeah just bouncing up and just casually shoving each other. Wasn't it was like, like one hand you, had, you were only allowed to use one hand and everyone You were only allowed to make contact
1: in the air. Yeah, that was, that was, it, that was <laughs> it. Right,
2: yeah. And it had to be a, like a like a body shove, like you couldn't just like put your hands in someone's face if you if you can help it. <laughs> And they're like, oi, 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 push everyone around. and So there was earlier today, there was a kid outside who clearly hurt himself or was had kid hurt himself. you know It was the end of the world. He was bawling his eyes out. Ah, ah, and a slightly older kid was just kneeling over him going, oi, 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 <laughs> <laughs> oi. Trying to get his attention. And I'm just standing there going, I don't think that's really working for him right now. Oi, oi, oi. <laughs> I just found it like just so funny.
0: Well, oi is like the British sound that no, no one else in the world seems to make. Oi. Oi.
2: you. <laughs> it's very useful. Almost yeah. everyone says hey or something or I know oi no Japanese say oi, don't they? But but as a sort of way of getting someone's attention, they'll be like, Oi Yeah, I that's like not really an, oi. With an H, yeah. isn't it? So, oi. Is it? Is it it got a H? I thought it was just sort of a Oi. Oh well, maybe not. Or is, is it hoy? It's like it sounds like a to me. Ahoy. <laughs> ahoy.
0: Yeah. Because that you get that in Zelda ah. even. Like, not obviously not in the English translation, but the, the sound effect sometimes they when they're trying to get attention they go,
2: hoy ah. Ah, yeah, even then I, in my head I'm still only hearing, hearing it as a sort of "oy." But it's a long hoy. It's not like hoy. OI Maybe maybe we need to play some Yakuza, see if they go. Oi!
3: Yes. Oi! Spiker! <laughs> Oi! <Oy>, spiker! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I thought you'd enjoy that. Indeed.
4: Bye
2: you! What's going on in the news? Let's go down the list. Not
1: very much is what's going on in the Let's news. see
2: if any of this interests anyone. No, probably not. <laughs> see what sticks. Sega have announced the Mega Drive Mini. Oh, of course they have. Well, here's the thing. They sort of already did that like last year, except it was licensed out to like at Games or something to make, and it was kind of bad. like Not very good oh, emulation yeah. or anything because like of that. Proper. Um, yeah, so so apparently that's what's happening. It's it's coming in house this time, and they're going to do it do it for realsies. They don't make hardware, though. No, well, yeah, good point. Like they'll probably have to partner with someone, but uh, uh, Sega's quality control, I guess, will be all over it this time rather than saying, yeah. "Hey, we just left it to some to, to these guys. They can do it." I mean, Sega's done emulated stuff before, like, um, you know, the backbone clip. Uh, made, uh, developed stuff they put out on Xplar mm. and things like that. They've done emulator jobs before and all that stuff they put out on Steam. That's all technically emulated as well. <laughs>
1: they that they fucked up real badly.
2: Yep, look, that... people do weird things with like yes. inserting
1: different ROMs.
2: Yeah, <laughs> not very well secured stuff. Um, so you know, and Mega Drive emulation has been pretty solid for a very long time. You know, there's no mm. real quirks to figure mm. out. Unlike even the SNES, it still has some quirks that some stuff gets a little wrong in places. Um, but only subtly. Uh, so, yeah, it'd be, it'd be, it might, might be a, might be another cool thing to have, another reason to play some old games. Although I will not, almost certainly won't be finished with all the SNES ones by the time that thing comes out.
0: Do you think they'll do the same as the SNES where there's a Mega Drive version and a Genesis version for North America and stuff?
2: Uh, I think they've... I think they, yeah, I think they'll probably do that, I reckon. Mm. Because people here won't really know. I guess if you're doing the nostalgia play, you've got to do it the way you had it.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: I mean, they have put things out here, I think, as the Genesis collection in the past. Like, I think the collection they put out on Xbox 360 was a Genesis collection.
1: I can probably just look behind me actually and tell you. At least in that case, it conveniently is a word that also means something relevant to the. It's like it's the genesis of Sega. Like, that makes. That still technically makes sense if you're just using that word in its original context, not as the name of the system. It's not, though, is it? There's the Master System and all that.
2: Well, yeah. Sega Sega Mark II's, if you want to go real real back.
1: Yeah, but they're not going to go that far back in their own t- it might as well be the genesis of Sega.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Because um, yeah. yeah, the the Master System isn't really looked back as looked back on half as fondly as the no, NES. It it's because it wasn't nearly as good as the NES, was it? Well similar specs certain mm. capabilities really. Just one might argue that Sega's game collection of that age just wasn't you know wasn't as, wasn't no. as well, Yeah wasn't as interesting. No. But then Or doesn't hold up so well. They got a grip on it with the Mega Drive. Get a grip. Uh so there's that. Uh talking more like old school stuff, we're getting um Panzer Dragoon Orta, Blinks, Conco Live and Reloaded, and a load more of our uh OG Xbox games being Finally you're released for backwards compatibility. On
0: We've Been waiting for Panzer Dragoon Auto. Such a weird yeah. game. It so is weird. a weird game. Like the story would... stuff in that is like quite weird.
2: Oh, That's it's really nice out things. there. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the whole, well, the whole language of that game is made. Is you know, it's made yeah. up, isn't it? The, the way everyone speaks and stuff is invented. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's. Yeah, it's a real weird thing, but boy, is it cool! The actual gameplay is cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's a shame because um, the um, I had I revisited it not like all that long ago on 360 um, and it was was playing. But I think I got about halfway through it oh, well, while I was playing. Did you get as far there. as
0: when you go like running across the
2: snow? Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty much where I got to. Yeah. Um, but then I hit a kind of fatal flaw, and that that game doesn't really auto save. Oh. And then the emulator, the emulation crashed, and so oh. I lost loads of progress. Shit. Yeah. And it's like, ah, okay. Um, so that, that whether or not that was the, the lack of auto, save, I can't remember honestly. Remember if the lack of autosave was a glitch in the emulator, or you know, in the three hundred and sixty emulator, or if, or if it was a, uh, or if the, even if the crash was a glitch in the emulator, but it was still like, uh, ah, maybe I won't touch this again until until they have another go, <laughs> or until I can get my OG Xbox out. Mm. But. Uh, the bit I'm most interested in is like, would well if if Panzer gets the same treatment on Xbox One X that the the other OG Xbox that, that like 360 games are getting with like 4K resolution tweaks and mm. things like that, then man, that could be a really nice thing to go back to. It's just like, not you don't have to play it in old on old red, you can play it in HD. Panzer degree Green HD. Come on, it's a dream. Blinks the time sweeper HD. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no thanks. <laughs> Game was surprisingly okay at the time.
2: Yeah. In a bit of things with time. Uh, on a similar note, Red Kid, Red Kid, Red Dead Redemption, could run on an Xbox Ox in four K now. On an Xbox
0: One X. Yeah, an Xbox right. Ox. Sweet. Oh well, that's good news. I haven't got one, so (laughs) I won't be playing that again. But that's okay. It looks quite good. I saw some like shots of it and stuff. Like, like certain things look a lot better because of the 4K. Because some of the textures are actually fine. But then, Hmm. because it's open world, like because you can see more detail, the level of detail doesn't seem to. They haven't. They haven't changed the LOD. So, like the low detail stuff, models in the background in 4K look pretty bad. So. Yeah, it's like a kind yeah. of swings and roundabouts thing.
2: Well, first, it sounds like my, you know, all of this stuff. It sounds like Microsoft's going out of its way to make the emulator do these hacks effectively to get this yeah. stuff to work. It's like they're not going to the to Rockstar to say, no. "Hey, can you can you help us support this?" Yeah, they're just hacking it in, and it's just like so credit to them, like for what they're actually managing to achieve. That's kind of neat, you know. And they're, uh there's I think there's some stuff for, like floating around that like undead nightmare used to push the 360 a little bit too hard yeah in terms of performance so like yeah. now running on an xbox ox in 4k it's kind of it's just it's fine you know just, just go do it it'll be fun. you'll have a good time
0: yeah although gaming's come a bit further since that and when did red dead come out it's a while ago now isn't it
3: 2010
2: yeah, blow me! Yeah, it's a really, it is a really it's long time. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it would hold up. Like,
3: it's not yeah, like the game has I... come that far. No,
0: it hasn't. I mean, and it's such a great game. Mm. But yeah, just looking forward to the sequel there.
3: Yeah, boy. Uh, Shenmue
2: HD is also, is also coming. Like, you know I think everyone sort of predicted this was going to be a thing because I guess everyone wondered, is Shenmue 3 actually going to be able to finance itself <laughs> into into production? Or is Sony going to give them enough assistance to actually get this thing done? And it's like, well, they need a bit of money. So Shenmue HD. And it's um, important to note that it's not a full remaster. They are literally just putting out the old version of the game that can run it newer resolutions and perhaps have some quality settings on PC they're, like, they're not doing any actual like texture updates or mm. enhancements to it it is the original games uh, as they were but I guess this finally means it's like there's actually a way to play those games because you know short of picking up a Dreamcast or an OG Xbox it's like of for Shenmue 2 anyway it's like you've got no choice on a modern machine yeah. at all um uh, and this is getting a fairly decent multi-platform release. Like it'll be on Bone, PS4. I think they said they might have been, might even be a Switch version. But
3: put everything on the Switch. Absolutely,
0: yeah. And then we can take it on the go. Uh,
2: game announcements. We got. We got. While we on that front, we've got a couple more. Jackbox Five is out this year, Sweet. unsurprisingly. But the That's the weird a- thing there. We don't know anything about what games are in it, other than the fact that they have uh, boasted about there being the new You Don't Know Jack in this version. Nice. Uh, with eight-player with eight
0: support. So, uh, but it won't be a
2: full on You Don't Know Jack, right? I... Oh, well, like Good we said the last time they did it, like in Jackbox 1, it's like, questions were fine. Hmm. Sort of format of the game was fine, even if it wasn't quite up to the standard of the PS3 version in terms of its presentation. Mm. Uh PS but v- PS3 version is top notch, but this this had you know it was a bit of a step down, I guess, because of file sizes, maybe. Mm. They didn't they didn't feel like they put the same level of effort into making it uh look like you don't know Jack, I guess. Um but it also like the main problem was that it sucked because everyone it was the, when they were doing their, you know, everyone plays with a mobile thing. The latency of having your phone talk to the jackbox website talk to your console meant that you know the the I've got the buzz first format right didn't feel good at all to the point where we played it a couple of times and we never went back to it because it's just like it was it was quite a hefty package quite a lot of questions in there but it's just mm-hmm. like we, it's just the problem is it's just not as good as the previous version we've got loads of questions left still on the ps3 version let's play that
1: it's yeah. like they, need, they already mostly solved the problem because they got rid of the whole I mean, from the very old Jackbox not Jackbox, you know, Jack stuff they yeah. got rid of the whole idea of actual buzzing in and then answering the question and everyone just pushes a button and then that you know, that's your answer for that question and then it reveals who was right or wrong The problem was that they didn't no, change no, the Jack did.
2: attack Oh, I thought they I thought the question format was identical I thought the whole game was the same format it hasn't, and like, it it hasn't has been it, uh, like
1: that for ages. The PS3 one isn't like that.
2: No, the PS3 version is...
1: It, oh, no, it you're matters right. how yes. fast
2: you answer, yes, yes, but yes, everyone yes.
1: does answer. Sorry,
2: you're correct. Yeah, yeah, It's not It's not the old, old school you-don't-know-jack format. Where, yeah. Yeah. You, where you buzz in.
1: Yeah. The jack attack was the one remaining problem, but they didn't think of that. And, yes. it it. and that's like... Basically, the jack attack is the one... It's you how you
2: win the game.
1: So it kind you, of ruined the whole thing. <laughs>
2: Yeah. it's it was a bit of a shame didn't really didn't really work unless they just rip unless they're just ripping out Jack Attack. and even then like the latency could be a problem on the scoring to some degree yeah. because it's like is it based on speed yeah the amount of money you got was based on how much time was left on the clock um up or down um so yeah it was, I, I I hope they mix it up because but in the same way. It's just more more funny questions and answers and more scenarios for that stuff.
1: It's, I mean, is it's all some, good. Is there some the way they could solve the problem whilst thinking about latency? I don't know what you could do. Well, the solution is to go... Removing the timer-based element of the score, whether that kind of oversimplifies it.
2: Well, the solution is, surely is to go the Sony route and how Sony have been doing these style of games, which is have an app. So you download an app to your phone, hmm. uh, like a, fa- a fairly lightweight thing so it's quick and, and, and it easy to over get the hold Wi-Fi. Of. Yeah, just just has a direct connection to your console rather mm-hmm. than having to go through the web to do it.
1: I guess. But then you're then you're running into the much more effort of having to worry about different types of phone and stuff. Yeah, and I have <laughs> already the whole point of the web thing is because you can load it in a browser and pretty much any phone will handle it. Yeah. So, it well. <laughs> so I
2: so I have already come into a Well yeah, it's it's swings and roundabouts I think with this one, because I've come into a situation where we've all had the situation where the Jackbox web app fails for someone and it just either kicks you out, goes blank for some reason. Mm. Uh, Someone accidentally does an action that swipes the screen and causes their browser to go back kicking from them from the game. And then I've got to figure out how to get back in. And yes, the platform has got better over time to make it so players can get back in, but it's still a bit web on phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. A little bit, a little bit too unpredictable at times. The app problem obviously gets around that, but I have also seen the flip side of it being an app, in that I've been somewhere where we've uh, a group of us has been like, oh no, why don't we try this that's you thing on PlayStation, which is like a kind of bad Jackbox clone <laughs> sort of style game on it where it's like, hey, which of you would be most likely to do this thing? Everybody vote, and if you're in the consensus, you get points. Um except it's got one of the most annoying announcers ever and the questions aren't all that risque or interesting or anything like it. it's, it's kind of naff. It has its moments, but it's kind of naff. Um, but that's powered by an app. And when, when that suggestion came up to be like, why don't we play it? Everyone was like, okay, right. How do we do this? Well, you need to get hold of the app. And everyone's like, I'm out. <laughs> Just that step seemed to put a lot of people off. Mm. And it's like, ah, oh, well, that's going to be a problem for a, a game like this, I, feel, I think it's madness, you know, because you're in, if you're in some most people have Android and iPhones, right? But so the device shouldn't be a problem anymore, really. But oh well. Anyway, we'll see what they do. Yeah, still good to have you, Don't Know Jack, back. Yeah,
0: and the other Jackbox stuff, I'm sure. Yeah, it'll probably be like
2: Fibbage Four or something, you know. <laughs> well, maybe there'll be something. Somebody...
0: Let me, let me T- come up with some t-shirt more T-shirt Ko Two or something.
2: Yeah,
1: I think they came up with some more good ideas. I don't know how you can really improve TKO. Is the well, thing it said, is what it is. The, like a lot of the times when they've tried to add onto an idea they already had, like drawful, it's it just made it worse. <laughs> well, drof, drawful
2: two wasn't worse; it was just the same.
1: Well, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about all the oh, other things that are like drawful that they've tried to add added mechanics to, it, and it just doesn't work.
2: <laughs> yeah, Biddy well, It's as fun as its own way, but since, was it the, was it the civil engineering, the, city planning? Yeah, the drawing. That, the drawing upon drawing game yeah, that didn't quite
1: work. And TKO, TKO is technically just awful, really. <laughs> it's yeah, draw a thing, okay. put some words on the thing, and if the combination is in this case funny rather than correct, <laughs> you get points. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Sure, but yeah, TKO is clever because of its like the randomization of it all. It's like you're because you're writing everything separately. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how things. It's the how they come together. That's the that's the cool part. Uh, yeah, J-Box. come on, guys, be good again. Well, you're, you're never not good, but you know, be better. Uh, do we want to talk about Billy Mitchell? Like, I, I'm feeling like I want to skip this. You know, no, you no. Know, so it's just that that whole thing that you know we've talked about it before. I think where he supposedly used MAME to do his current world record uh, Donkey Kong run. Uh, which he no longer has, he's been stri- stripped of that and all of his other titles over the controversy uh, from not just Twin Galaxies, like the arcade leaderboard y people of note, but Guinness World Records have actually said, yeah, we kind of agree.
1: Well, it's because the Guinness one was basically based off the Twin Galaxies data, so yeah, it's just like. <laughs> pretty
2: much, yeah, like, so they kind of had to, I guess. But then, you know, some Guinness World Records, I think, and especially in video games, are still kind of wrong in places. But I don't seem to remember. Back in the day, was it like the the dumbest one I always remember was like House of the Dead Overkill, supposedly having the most swearing in its script, yeah. like the mo- the most individual yeah. swear words. But I guess thing. the the key part is like the in its script part, like so it doesn't necessarily include like barks or other incidental sounds, I suppose, or how often that that they're said in the game or something. It's like
1: yeah, but they aren't even. They aren't technically ever. They're not actually part of the script of the game in The House of the Dead. I guess I Oh, in Overkill, kind of yeah,
2: they kind of are. Yeah, it's because it's all in the cutscenes or in the VO that plays during. The that's level. the question:
1: Is do they differentiate when it's just a word in the typing box?
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, oh. yeah, I keep forgetting. Overkill had the typing of the dead. Typing yeah, because well. like,
1: that, that does that presumably just giant text file count as part of the game? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> good question. I think you had to download that separately
2: if you wanted to type all the cussing in in Typing of the Dead.
1: I presume that, those, those games had, like, you could basically install custom dictionaries. Yeah, 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 yeah. You <laughs> absolutely put could. Them, put them, fire them there.
3: Yeah.
2: You absolutely could. Uh, I think it has, like, it might actually have Steam Workshop support, <laughs> like Overkill for that stuff. No, we should play it sometime. I had a copy. <laughs> uh, and finally, oh no, two more things. Businessy and legally, uh, Campo Santo acquired by Valve, makers of Firewatch, and that other game I can't remember the name of that's not out yet. Thing about exploring Egypt or something as lady photographers.
3: Hmm.
2: You remember the trailer? I can't remember what it was called. Like, yeah, National Treasure or something. <laughs> featured Nick Cage. Well, anything from them. I really liked Firefall,
0: Firewatch. Would play Would play again once I've forgotten it uh, suitably, which I think I probably have.
2: The thing is, though, being picked up with Vivalve. Kind of why? Yeah. Well, at this point. I guess VR,
0: but like. They claim that they will continue making games, which I, obviously they
2: will. Well, not obviously, but I mean, they're a game studio, so.
3: Mm.
2: <laughs> Depends if, like, how the acquisition works. If they're actually being brought in to be at Valve, that spells but, danger. I think they if mean, they're being left yeah. as a yeah. Yeah. Not studio sure. wherever they are, then that's probably okay. Mm-hmm.
0: But they, Valve, Valve don't have any later. others.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't really. Like all the it, like when they got the Left of Dead people, that wasn't really. They claimed that they stayed kind of separate for a while, but then just like that, just kind of casually faded away. Yeah. Like, yep, they're just part of Valve now. Whatever yeah. they do, <laughs> <laughs> whatever the hell they're they the,
2: do, <laughs> they're in the machine somewhere. I mean, I assume that's all the same with like the TF and CS:GO and Dota teams, right? They all just sort of yeah.
3: They, they're just it's sort gonna of have there. to they they be a day when they, they drop something, absolutely. right? Like everyone's waiting well, for the I mean, day
2: when they dropped Half-Life 3, and it's not going to be I Half-Life mean, 3, but it's going to be something. I have claims <laughs> that after the lab, no, they are working on... There's game. There's that, yeah. But, but they have claimed they're working on three separate
1: VR games, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> Whenever they claimed that, yeah. that was before VR was even a thing, they were claiming that. And it was like, well, no, I no, mean, no,
2: I think it was definitely after the lab that they announced that.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because everyone keeps repeating it.
1: They claim that they're working on all kinds of shit that doesn't actually happen. They also or said happens they were... in like the most minimal way—puzzle, like also... steam machines. Well, and they also said they're working
2: on three games, which you know, rule of three, not yeah. going to happen. Well, they can all happen them.
1: individually. There just can't be a third one if they're all part of a series. Or well, maybe they were making
2: two of them and then they needed Campo Santa to make the third. <laughs> uh,
0: maybe. <laughs> They did have a press release recently about Steam Machines or something or an update on Steam that admit, right. admitted that like they haven't exactly set the world on fire. <laughs> and they were kind of almost saying, yeah, we know guys, but like we're still committed to like open platform gaming, mm. not tied to
2: just like maybe this wasn't software. the time or something or.
0: Yeah, they're not I think they're still supporting stuff and but they, they they it was quite interesting that they said, yeah,
2: we know they didn't like they weren't a massive success.
3: Well, I
2: think as part of the problem was that there weren't that many developers that switched to Linux support, right? In, that was just like it, yeah. But the they... whole, uh most most PC stuff is still based on DirectX and exactly, like you can't yeah. do can't do that on Linux. Yeah.
0: But they still want to push for a more open graphics platform, I guess.
3: Yeah, which is as which I, I said, it's, it's it's, so, it's
1: competition.
2: Not, yeah, it's not a terrible idea overall, but you 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 have got to do more to push stuff out. Of the door. I think the whole, I think steam machines would have worked better had they not been had they just gone full console. Do you know what I mean? And not been yeah. done this whole wishy washy PC world. They were entering a yeah. whole world of hurt that to a PC player isn't any different from owning a PC. Yeah. <laughs> so like they were like, well, why would I do that? And to a console owner, they're sort of sitting there going. I don't understand this. How is this going to work? Yeah. And also your controller looks funny. I'm out. Um, Basically. Yeah. So if they, if they went full console, I think that perhaps they'd have, they, they'd be, there'd be another sort of higher probability of success. It's true. But they want to try something different, I suppose. But then maybe that's not an open platform at that point. I don't know. Mm. I mean, is Steve even Steam even Steve? <laughs> Steve! Is Steam even in open platform? I not really. Oh, well, the, amount, the amount of crap that's on there, one might argue it is. Yeah. It's not exactly curated. No, I guess that's true.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll see what Camposante do. Hopefully, mm. something good.
2: Well, we've got that Ladies yeah. in Egypt game. Yeah. I unfortunately can't remember the name of uh, and legal finally both uh following on the heels of belgium uh the netherlands have said that loot boxes are gambling and they have called out four games for being uh technically illegal in breach so yeah so they supposedly looked at 10 uh but and, and but only four of those 10 were deemed as okay actually these four have a problem um they were they've not been officially revealed, but the Dutch broadcaster NOS has come along and said, Yeah, it was these four they were talking about. Um So they've ruled that that their interpretation is that if a loot box contains items that are then tradable, then those items carry value because they are tradable. Mm. As in they have a weight in some level of community, right? They have they have a that's that's their understanding. So if loot boxes contain random items of random value hmm. then that is gambling um so that's that, that's a fairly broad decent definition. Yeah. yeah well it's fairly broad and i actually think it's a fairly decent way of describing it yeah, yes yeah. those things have value if they're tradable then you can argue they have real world value sure but because they the value is, is, is assessed by people hmm. um if that as soon as they're tradable so it's do you remember the whole Team Fortress thing? Like, like how many how many keys this item is worth? And it's like, oh, and so based on where you are, you can figure out the real world value of an item because of the number of keys it's worth. And it's.
0: But what about like random drops in like Eve or something? Are, are there? You know, what I don't know if you bust an asteroid apart and it has twice as much. or I guess as the as the, di- the difference one...
2: is you're not strictly paying for that oh, that's particular true. event. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's not the it's the box part that's the problem. It's The box. Yeah. Part, if, it, yeah. <laughs> if you were paid to buy the an asteroid, and then yeah. that asteroid had a percentage chance of giving you better ore, then yeah. you might be in trouble. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense.
2: So I guess this means like like games like Overwatch, for instance, are not in that category because you can pay for the boxes, but everything you get out of the boxes is there's no trading system. Right. Everything is your own. Um. So like that doesn't count. Um, whereas Rocket League and Dota 2, two of the games that were mentioned, absolutely count, because things you get out of paid loot boxes are tradable.
0: There you go. Gambling, man. Gambling.
2: It's a thing. Uh, And I I can't help but agree with them. I think I'm on, on, on that side. I know New Zealand doesn't think they're gambling, and I know the UK is sceptical about it as well.
1: By weird definitions, though. I mean, yeah, this is like this is this is just that happens that the Netherlands definition lines up with this version. It's like in the Netherlands definition of gambling, these four things do, but then another six don't. Yeah, and then in the UK definition, none of them do.
2: <laughs> It'd be nice to know what the six that they deemed weren't were. If they, if, they, if that's well, the only reason Like all the given... ones
1: like Overwatch and stuff where it's not tradable yeah. cosmetic stuff, but it's still a random chance.
2: Because I imagine what Battlefront must be, everyone must be looking at Battlefront for this stuff, but I guess they've turned off paid loot boxes, so they're not technically.
3: (laughs)
1: And yeah. If that's the main thing that's going to make it into gambling.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, I suppose the solution is just never make, never build it. Actually, yeah, publishers just don't build a trading system. Save yourself some money. Don't do the dev work. Then you don't need a gambling license in in the Netherlands.
1: Well, it's not that they need a gambling license. Apparently, it's more like they're just going to have to not allow trade within the
2: Netherlands. That's what I mean. Yeah, just just don't. Oh, unless you mean what? Do region specific locking on the games. Yeah, yeah. that actually sounds I mean. like that's probably. But that sounds like that's way more work, right? It's like they don't make <laughs> it depends how
1: much money it takes to buy a gambling license.
2: There's very few games that are mechanically different based on where you play them.
1: Well, like they, well they they arguably, they, will, they will have like
2: I mean, you know, translation differences, obviously, and, and like
1: it's not that difficult to region lock servers or anything because it's not like they don't do that for China in a lot of games. I think you can just proxy them. Yeah, and you could just proxy out of the Netherlands if this turns into a thing. Yeah, it's not going to be, that would just be what they do. It'll be like they've solved the legal problem at that point. If people are proxying it, then that's a different legal situation where are yeah, the, I, ones I doing the bad thing.
2: I, in the advent of rules like, I, I call into question that simply because of the advent of rules like GDPR, where yes, those rules technically are only legal requirements in the EU, but countries. The rulings are the the law is so weird around it that it's actually world encompassing. If countries are doing business, if like if America does business with EU state member states, that's like they are now.
1: That's like all laws in every case in all international trade situations where you have to abide by the other country's laws as well for your your one specific purpose. Which is why they have to worry about the fact that the Netherlands says they're gambling. They have to do something about it.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I just don't think that. That gets them out anymore. I think this precedent is the problem. That you could legally argue that this doesn't get them out of the out of the problem. In a pre-GDPR world or pre-something like that, I might have I probably argued with you, and that, that 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 that's true. But I'm just not convinced that that's the way it's going to fly for much longer. Call me a cynic. You're a cynic. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's more, just I think it's more cynical to think that the, the, the companies are going to do whatever the easiest, cheapest option is, <laughs> which is just region locking the trades by IP. I don't
2: The cheapest option is to just not put trade in the game because that means.
1: Well, no, they, because, they because they don't pay, pay for, the, don't pay for their,
2: their money. You reckon? Well, because, because that's because the whole
1: reason that, that you can buy the keys is to make the money. And if the, if there's no trading, then, then the perceived value of the keys is reduced, so people buy less of the keys.
2: Sure, if the, well, okay, that's that. I guess it works in both directions. Honestly, is because like if they're not if the if you're saying the keys hold real world value and that's what makes them more desirable because of their real world value, then sure, okay. am well, saying but, that, but, but I'm the, saying
1: that people wouldn't be. People but, but know, sort of
2: the other side of it is that trading stops you from needing to have to buy things because you could just trade dupes away.
1: Yeah, but it's not, it's not to do with how many you personally need, it's to do with how much profit can you make. <laughs> People who are buying keys and loot box gambling are trying to make profit out of the gambling system.
2: Right, yeah, okay, I see, <laughs> I see what you mean now. Yeah, that... that...
1: Do you really think that's true? Well, that the, 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 the majority the of the econ-
2: the loot box economy is based on that? Well, I mean it's, I don't
1: know if it's the majority, but it's a matter of like there's that layer that therefore makes things have perceivable perceived to have more value. Even if you're even if the money could...
2: goes in because it comes across as exploitable, you mean? Because people well, can run like CS gambling. I mean there's know, that,
1: but it's also like a skin the perception gambling. of if someone who doesn't really who hasn't really participated in any of these systems before is just looking at it. Then, when p- other people are saying this one skin is worth this much money, and then this uh, the other person then goes to open a loot box and gets it, they perceive that as not just being rare, but it's also rare and super expensive.
2: Yeah, yeah, I can see what you mean.
1: <laughs> and that might encourage them if they don't don't get it to buy more keys if they weren't going to before.
2: I guess it's the lottery theory, right? People play the lottery just because the payouts are so big. Yeah, even if the probability is so low.
3: Yeah.
1: So at a certain level, gambling just does increase the perceived value of every item, even if it's not something you're personally going to get involved with trading.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 All right. Convinced.
1: So, yeah. They don't want to get rid of that extra layer of potential money. (laughs) Hmm.
2: I wouldn't be surprised if some. Oh, I mean, I hope some don't take that direction. But, well I mean but at the I, moment I, I, hope like, they just they just take training like, out and it's like it's just
1: gotten so ridiculous that everyone's going to be not doing any loot boxes for a while, yeah. at least. <laughs> just a little while.
2: Oh, let's hope. <laughs> but there are so many news items about how much the loot box economy is worth this year. Was it like thirty two billion or something ridiculous? Yeah. In in loot box sales alone that we know about. Which is bonkers. Because that sounds like that must be a bigger number than the amount of actual friggin'
1: games. Well, Ubisoft said it was. They said their microtransactions were worth more than the actual game sales. Oh, that's
2: crazy. We are the problem, people. We are the problem.
0: (laughs) We are the world. (laughs) (laughs) But it's the whales, isn't it? So-called whales. Yeah. The idiots that spend loads of money on microtransactions. The one in... 100 or whatever
2: yeah the one the one percent you are the one percent i don't know the last time i actually bought a microtransaction i don't know if i ever have a microtransaction i I don't think i have ever
1: you never actually buy a tf2 key ever no no
2: i mean i've been tempted to buy rocket league keys (laughs) But then the probability of those spinners, as proven by the decryptors, has never worked in my favour. Like, yes, yeah, although not, I haven't had that many spins. But you know, it's like two pounds for a a chance that I'll get hold of something I've can't use. Yeah, is not all that appealing.
1: It was always something that you could use. Yeah, even if not specifically for a class you liked.
2: Yeah, yeah, but it's, <laughs> you'd still use it. Yeah. I think that's the thing where it's not so bad, and it, weirdly, it's not so bad in games like Overwatch and stuff like that because, like, the majority of cl- in in both TF and Overwatch, the majority of the classes are fun to play, mm-hmm. and there's kind of a need for you to be good at a great range of people because you know people are going to pick the guy you want half the time, so you need to be someone else, um, and so it's helpful that all, you get stuff for everyone <laughs> in some ways. <laughs> Although, screw Doomfist, can't play that guy; he's rubbish. <laughs> i can't play it. um yeah cool loot boxes i i don't know what this means for like was it the esrbs like i mean it doesn't affect them at the moment but like they're super lame like how's in app purchases yeah. it's like like if this does actually become a thing do it do they actually have to put on the box it's like how's gambling <laughs> or something in it
1: they can't do that because that's like that's a whole different rating. That was the whole yeah. point of that situation, why they had to come up with the other new thing. To yeah, it.
2: It, it would force it to be an eighteen cert, <laughs> but then a lot of like A games are eighteen cert anyway. Not that many,
0: no,
3: really. Not really. Yeah, it's
2: well, not well, the yeah, The Call of Duties of the world will have to go yeah, that way. And...
0: Are they? Is Call of Duty eighteen rated?
2: Yeah, I think it is. Hmm. Oh, maybe they've reduced it. It like. <laughs> Uh, I, I thought it, I thought it sh- it's one of those games that I think should be, but it might be 15 rated. Thinking mm. about it,
1: how many Call of can you reach from your couch?
2: Uh So the only the, the most recent one I have was Advanced Warfare, and that's 18 rated. Oh, uh, fair enough.
0: Yep. Okay.
2: So I guess that's what would ultimately happen. They just get a harsh rating. Guesses. Or at least, or you need a gambling license if you're Dutch. Yeah,
1: but you can't just say it's a harsh rating because. It's not that harsh.
2: People will just buy them for their kids. Well, and also because. Changes nothing.
1: Also because, like.
2: It's not like the old AO rating. It only
1: works for stuff like Call of Duty because that's already like an adult game. Mm. (laughs) If it was like. If you were talking about. I don't know. Well, if you were talking about Plants vs Zombies, and that had to be an 18 rating because it had loot boxes. Yeah,
2: example. that that would be bad. <laughs> yeah, if like Garden Warfare Three comes out and it's a loot box nightmare and it has to get slapped with an 18 plus or something.
3: <laughs>
2: what a disaster that would be. But even something like Star Wars,
1: yeah, that one, dumb, one might
2: argue probably has like quite good kid appeal.
1: Yeah, I think you could probably get away with Souls being a 15. <laughs> You're shooting each other, but you're not like yeah. there's no blood. They're lasers. You just die from mysterious laser death.
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't even those, those those games. At least don't even have the whole cutting people in half with lightsabers no. stuff. I doubt that's even a fifteen battlefront two. No, I reckon they could get get by with a twelve, maybe, yeah. but they might have to put one of those weird stickers on it that says uh, your online experience may be salty. May differ, yeah, <laughs> maybe salty. Yeah. <laughs> Sal- saltiness guaranteed. <laughs> Drink lots of fluids. <laughs> Doctor's warning salt. Mm. So they like put like a, a red food tag on the bottom of the. <laughs> yeah, 100% salt. 100% salt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, actually, probably. I'd probably go a bit more than that. I'd probably say it's like 300% of your daily recommended intake of salt.
1: <laughs> Sodium chloride. Well, that, that would depend on what the portion size was. Like. like, how long do you have to play this game before you get your recommended daily intake of salt?
2: True. <laughs> they have to put a little label, like, saying based on a 60 minute dosage.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's about five minutes in dosage. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> One game is like
0: 400%. Your <laughs> recommended intake of salt, yeah.
2: Oh man. We, that should totally be a thing. Like if no website is putting that up, some website should put up like some kind of food recommendations list.
0: Saltiness of games.
2: Yeah. Whatever whatever like stats could be there. Salt is the obvious one, but I mean, could a game that's over padded have a fat content rating? <laughs> Caution, (laughs) filled with saturated fats Maybe don't play Japanese RPGs
1: (laughs) High saturated fat content
0: They're they're very fatty
1: That'd be more like fibre though
0: (laughs) What, grinding is is like fibre?
1: Yeah, it's just like a bunch of nothing (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I guess What, and you feel less for it afterwards? Like, it's not technically bad for you unless you eat a whole shit ton of it. <laughs> a shit ton of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 yeah, yes, that's all food. <laughs> <laughs> Just f- fibre seems more bland than fat. Fat, fat can be pretty tasty. <laughs> and again, onions are fibre.
2: Or fibrous.
3: <laughs> a lot of things are fibre, technically. No, onions are pretty tasty.
2: Games. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. I've got no more to work with on this. Food Game Standards Agency. Food Game Standards. Yeah. Ratings. FGSI. That's the news. Ba 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 And now, we should be careful not to call it the Food Agency of Gaming Standards. <sighs> I suppose, but that would be quite an odd way to arrange the letters. <laughs> yes. Yes, it would doesn't
0: make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> uh, it's time for what you've been playing where we discuss what we've been playing. So what have we been playing? What have you been playing? Uh, well, I bought a PS4. So I've been what? Playing Uncharted 4 and Gran Turismo. And that's it so far. But I've GT got Sport. Wipeout on order. Yeah, GT Sport because I got to the counter and they were like, you get a free game. <laughs> oh, I was like, really? oh, really? Because I went to Argos to get the to get it because I was like, well, like, I don't want to get it delivered to my work because it's probably huge and mm. it would be annoying to get home. I don't want to do it delivered to my house because no one will be there to pick it up. And then I realized that I can walk to Argos from my house.
3: <laughs> nice.
0: And uh, yeah, they only had a, a white one, so I got a white one.
3: Which is in pro. Nice. Yeah, a pro one. The pro.
0: Yeah, and uh, they didn't have, what well, didn't they didn't have Wipeout in stock, which was, but they had Uncharted Four, which I was wanting to play, so I bought that, and then I went to the counter, and they were like, "You get a free gift game." I was like, "Oh, really?" Because, uh, and Cause I looked someone. on the little screen, and I thought, "Well, the, I could have got Shadow of the Colossus off there, but they had GTA Sport on there, GT Sport on there, which was like twice the cost, like price right, or yeah, whatever." Yeah, yeah. And I I was like, a value game. "And I was like, well, I'm probably not going to." <laughs> the thing is forza or gt sport i'm probably never going to play to death i'm probably going to like no. dip into and it's like it's a lot of money to pay for something you're going to dip into but if it's free effectively then sod it mm. so yeah i i got that and i've only driven around once but it's, it's it's got a nice driving model uh i got annoyed irritated at the presentation immediately of course so because yeah. so how much how uh, much smooth jazz I could not find a way inside the game, like when I was in the race from the menu to turn off the music. So I had to quit all the way back out (laughs) Uh. and turn the music off in the game and turn the jazz way down. (laughs) But I kept Uh. it on a couple of notches
2: in the menus. Actually sounds all right, like having a little background bit of weird fusion.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was fine. But I don't want it in the actual game. When it started playing stupid guitar music, uh, along with... Driving around a track in time trial mode, I was like, "Wait, no, turn it off." And then, yeah, cause no, it's not like
2: a proper licensed soundtrack. It's not like it's good. No, <laughs> no, it's not good. It's not like Forza, where it's like Daft Punk's playing in my house or something so awesome. um, Yeah, you, you say that, but that stuff's not been in the main Pausa series for a while,
0: right? That's all gone. Like F-
2: Forza Five had like terrible orchestral stuff. Ah, uh, right, okay.
0: Well, anyway, managed to turn off the music, but yeah, that seems good. Um And I quite like the fact that there aren't like 50 bazillion cars in this game and that it's a kind of a stripped down Gran Turismo because that's all I really need is a kind of circuit racer. Although I'm not sure if I wouldn't actually have more fun playing like F1 2018 or whatever because, I don't know, speed.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but, those 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 F one games are really variable these days. My yeah, answer.
0: it's Codemasters, isn't it? Where's this yeah, one? Obviously, but, but look... it's
2: definitely not their eighty.
0: <laughs> no, that's the thing. So, but I I remember playing one a few a while back that I got in a Steam sale that was really good. An F one. I don't. I think it was. Oh yeah, that was particularly good. I can't remember
2: which one. Yeah, they, seem, they yeah. seem to alternate. Like some of them have a good year, some have a bad. Some of them will have like st- stupid glitches with the pits. Right, things like that where you know other, other your teammates will wait for you or it will force you to wait for the ai to be done with pitting around you just so you don't crash into them and break the rules or something like that it's yeah they've had some really stupid stuff mm. um in those games but they but they always look kind of great <laughs> from the outside
0: yeah it's the thing grad turismo obviously looks
2: pretty good you know um, what i think sorry go back to f1 i was just I was thinking, you know, that the cars this year have those silly halos, right? Yeah, around them. Well, they're not silly. There's for safety and all that. But it's like if you're one of these people that plays, F, like a lot of F1 player, like gamers do, they play it with that that in the camera that you would normally see on telly, that sort of elevated camera position. Yeah, yeah, the one above and behind. Like, that's not really going to be as interesting because you're just going to have a have a the halo ring there. Now, right. like in yeah. in in this year's game or, or whatever one is next, it's like it's just going to be like you can't actually see properly unless they put a nice option to say turn the halo off. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about that. It's it's kind of they're ugly.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that yeah, it's going to be a bit weird. Like it was also weird having the um, like the curs and DRS stuff. It was a bit weird in in, mm. in the game but i mean it worked. i mean it's quite cool it was quite video gamey obviously having like a yeah. boost button uh but also it's just a little bit strange uh,
2: i don't know. i think that's cool
0: yeah but anyway yeah the uh so i haven't played much grant first but i will update you when i mm. actually get some going but it seems good so far yeah, and, 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 to know yeah what
2: you think or, like given that it's highly simplified collision model like it's like the the argument we've always had it's like the 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 handling is great Mm. but that collision model has always been hyper simplified
0: i mean that might Uh, well still be true but it might be that like um i don't care about that because i'll just like play my try beat my own times in time trial. Basically, just no, hand yeah. well, me was, in the road is probably better than racing.
2: I was thinking about it, and that there is a logic to it in in GT sports case. Like normally, I would be kind of anti it, but the more I sort of sat and thought about it, it's like, oh, actually, having a simplified collision model and a penalty system means yeah. you wouldn't be able to get frenched. You just have a have super someone... harsh
0: penalty system, right? Where yeah. everyone gets penalized if there's any touching, right?
2: Thing. but but it means like if you were to like try and get pit turned by someone it's like you as the victim it doesn't work right no that, it doesn't because work. That, that model doesn't exist yeah exactly um, i think that's the idea
0: just none of that bullshit is the idea yeah so I'll whereas obviously that's
2: a very real thing in forza because you can do it but there's no real penalty system for it yeah i think it kind of sucks
0: yeah I mean, obviously, it's a shame if you just touch someone and you've just made a mistake and you've you've got penalized heavily, but I think it's worth the price. That's
2: kind of the point. It's more like reality, isn't it? Because if you
0: just touch someone in Formula One, it's going to be a Mm. bad day, isn't
1: it? (laughs) But the other solutions to this, the whole problem, is if you make the collision model good enough, it penalizes it for real rather than having to make a fake penalty for a bad collision system. <laughs> like if you hey. collide and it actually does damage and fucks you up in a realistic way, then that's the actual penalty of collisions. I mean, that's mm.
2: yeah, that's fine, yeah. But there's still the uh, being the victim is still is the problem with a damage based system because you you can. I mean, yes, that's true of real racing too. Sure. But you know no nobody likes being uh the guy to get slammed even by accident, and i get it's just easier to make those mistakes in video games unless you've got like a proper big rig you know a proper steering setup and things like that. It's people playing with a controller are just naturally going to have a harder time avoiding that uh, maybe that's not true, but that's how that's how I envision it um. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're not wrong. I mean, games have done that for sure, but I don't, I don't even know if Forza really has like damage mapping turned on for the race. And, and and I guess also part of the problem with it is there's no, because like most racing games don't have any sort of persistence to them. There's no sort of like benefit to just finishing the race if you're damaged, mm. unlike where there is in like normal racing, because there's. <laughs> There might there might be a chance of you still getting points or something like that, or you can't pit and fix yourself in a video game or something like that because the races aren't long enough, and it's um, you want there to be a point to carry on if you're put into that situation by someone else's bad driving. But yeah, I don't know. It's a difficult problem to solve because it's the realistic approach is annoying in many ways, mm. even if it might be the fairest.
0: well i'll see how i go anyway
2: yeah it'd be really interesting it'd be really yeah. interesting
0: it's nice that like there's i like that there's fewer cars as well because like they're all you don't have that problem that like half the cars are from the ps2 era and or whatever
2: and i've been or, right have been yeah upgraded. they have got and, the premium or whatever they call yeah. it yeah no
0: they're all premium so <laughs> which is good Uh stuff like that
2: yeah, I know. I know that's what GT goes for in its mainline games, and it's like you know, it's like oh, hey, you can drive whatever you want because we've yeah. got everything. It's kind of weird. And it's like, but but that's as they've proven, it's a sort of unattainable goal for them now. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, just stick to some, just stick to some nice cars. Like have stuff from every category. sure. Yeah, exactly. But, like, you don't have to. You don't have to have every car ever made. No. I don't know if anyone really wants to drive a Fiat Multipler.
0: No, but I bet I bet it's <laughs> is my main line, isn't it? Probably. Yeah. So, performance cars. So that's cool. Yeah. So I'll report back on that. And then the main game I've been playing is Uncharted Four. Um, and yeah, I mean I haven't had a mainline console. Obviously, I've I got the Switch, but that's the first console I got since the 360, I think. Mm. And then and then this one is obviously a bit more considerably more powerful than the switch and it just looks ridiculous uncharted 4 i don't know it's pretty obviously it's running at 30 uh, but i pl- i put on the like super sampling mode
3: for, okay, um, yeah.
0: for which so i presume it renders i don't know if it actually renders it at 4k 30 and then super down samples it or whether it's somewhere in between um i think
2: yeah i think most of the PS4 stuff when they say like go into 4K mode or resolution mode or something it's like yeah. there's very few that actually get up to 4K that's what I thought yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, especially it still makes
2: a heck of a difference on a 1080 screen
0: yeah think, but... exactly um, but yeah man it looks amazing and the amount of detail in the environments is ridiculous and the um, obviously it's a linear game so it's like a showcase and it always has been it's like Uncharted 2 it's basically yeah. like Uncharted 2 but two generations one generation on. When was yes, Uncharted Two? Just, just, start of PS. Yeah,
2: they're they're all PS3s, aren't they?
0: Yeah. So just one generation on, but like, yeah, this is quite a long, quite a number of years, and it looks, yeah, ridiculous. And the um, motion captured performances and stuff for not just obviously, I mean, they mostly in cutscenes, but also it translates really nicely into the actual gameplay. Of course, in a traditional. Naughty Dog style, where it blends really nicely. But I mean, the motion mm. capture stuff is top notch. It's like it is the best in the industry, I think, for sure. Um, or, or well, I, I suppose there's those weird adventure games, aren't there? Or, or, you know, like the Heavy Rain people or polyphonia.
2: Sure, but it? even then, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Yeah, uh, not no, Polyphony. The uh, Poly... is the GT team. Sorry, um, uh, who, who uh, do it's I mean. Quantic Dream. Quantic Dream, you, yeah. Who do those? And yeah, for sure, they've got, they've had pretty impressive tech, but it hasn't always translated into yeah. looking very impressive when actually put through their game engines. That's the thing, yeah. Th- this looks, like, fully realised.
0: Like, it looks a little bit sort of dreamy uh, and too cinematic almost. Like, it almost is, like, too good, somehow. But, like,
2: right. the Over face... Real, like in some the, respects, or is it yeah. like, or, or, cl- or just Hollywood eyes? Like, too much makeup? Or, like, too, too, too clay faces? Because... No, then for face... some of the early early footage of Uncharted Four when they were like E three and stuff, it's like the world did kind of look like it was a bit clay made, you know, just that sort of weird. I don't even yeah. really know how to describe it, like hard mud.
0: <laughs> I think that might be true of the environments, but the faces seem good. I mean, the one th- one thing I've been noticing, looking at, is like stubble on on the guys' faces. Oh, cool. It's really noticeably good. Hmm. Like in a way that I hadn't really paid attention to in other games. And like the hair is like good, but not like perfect, obviously. Or yeah. uh, but it's good enough. It's like enough of it has come together in a good enough way that you can kind of look think, wow, that looks amazing, and then forget about it and just look at the actual you know, what you want, the performances yeah, yeah. of the characters in the story.
2: There's but, a general you mean there's to say like there's an overall quality level even if like any one specific thing doesn't necessarily push the boundaries it's like just because everything is up there yeah
0: because it's like La Noir back then was like the faces looked kind of weirdly amazing because they had that special technique or whatever yeah. in terms of the way they moved. But then they were sort of glued onto the characters in a kind of a weird way; didn't quite blend. Yeah, the, the, the body like
2: they they weren't they were they had to record the face animations and the body animations separately, mm. so they had they had problems gelling them together, um, which mm. which looked odd um at times yeah. whereas now that's not a problem they've got like proper full body capture haven't they yeah so that's basically i mean that it
0: comes across really well and yeah so uncharted yeah i didn't play 3 um you did rob but
2: yeah yeah um, 3 was good it, 3 yeah. was good in the sense that it was kind of it again it, it didn't push anything the, the, and the but but it, ultimately it wasn't as good as 2 like mm. narratively yeah um uh but in, they did some they did some clever stuff visually, and it was like they definitely pushed their tech beyond what they did in Uncharted Two. Um, yeah, but, totally.
0: That desert stuff and the the sinking yeah, the ship yeah, that, and everything. Yeah,
2: that that whole yeah that whole section in the middle of the game with the with, with the just how that desert scene looks and how it's shot from a cinematic point of view is that is is really very very good indeed. Yeah. Um, but some of the gameplay stuff was a bit rope at that point.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I can't say they've so far. I haven't really got that stuck into. I mean, I've played plenty of story leading up to, but there hasn't been that much shooting action yet. It's mostly been running, jumping, climbing trees, you know, all that <laughs> stuff. Sure. But that stuff's been, you know. And that was always good—the traversal stuff in Uncharted, right? Like the the, the kind of holding out the yeah. hand stuff—that works it, just as well. But
2: even yeah, even if it was a little bit climbed by numbers, yeah, a little
0: bit, yeah. Um, but still, I mean, spectacular kind of environments and stuff, and like the story stuff so far is like getting going. It's like the brother that you never knew you had, and all that stuff but obviously he was all mm. around. You know, they introduced that, and they kind of justified that quite well. So that's working quite well. So yeah, Yeah. enjoying it. Uh, But yeah, looks ridiculous.
2: (laughs) Oh, so I do still really, really want to play that game. Yeah, really, really. I'm
0: glad I got this as like a first. I'll probably, you know, I'll I'll make my way through it and be like, wow, that was impressive, and then put it down and probably won't play again. But that that Mm -hmm. I think it's worth it. And then there'll be plenty of other stuff. So I think I'm in a good position now because I'm looking forward to Red Dead. But it looks like God of War is amazing, so I might have to get that.
2: Oh yeah, I've been. Um, Yeah, I've been the more the more I've seen of the new god of war the more i'm like okay i wasn't 100 percent sure if i'd be in on this like interesting new direction sure okay mm. this look, but the more i've seen of it the more i'm just like oh, this might be a must play yeah it looks <laughs> like
0: they might have knocked it out of the park with that one so yeah um yeah so i you know might be too much to play
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah well this but, is part of the reason this is one one of the only reasons i just haven't gone in on ps4 it's just because i keep finding other stuff elsewhere to play and it's like don't get me wrong ps4 looks like it's like it's got one hell of a lineup at the moment and, yeah it does right now yeah and 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 you know some of the upcoming stuff looks amazing as well but just spider-man <laughs> yeah that's the one i'm thinking of and then go back and play um,
0: horizon i mean there's just a ton of yeah, stuff yeah. i hadn't even really thought about it until i actually had one in my hands and i'm like holy shit there's tons of stuff to play
2: yeah it's not not a bad not a bad system at all mm
0: and the system I mean, itself. If is, only they
2: bothered to put a 4K Blu-ray player in it. Yeah, fair. yeah,
0: that would be good. Yeah, that, that kind of is a bit of a shame. But I mean, I'm just using it with my PC monitor, like I like I did before with my 360. So I, that wouldn't really help me. But sure, in the future when I plug it into a TV, then uh, that would have been useful.
2: That but, might have still helped you, right? You'd have just got like because your monitor's 1440, right? So yeah you'd, yeah, you'd you'd still get a decent quality jump.
0: Potentially, potentially Yeah, so that's my current progress. I um, I'm I, I'm getting the Wipeout Mega Collection because I've basically been wanting to play Wipeout for ages <laughs> to the point where yeah. I was playing that on the PSP emulator.
3: Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, hopefully that'll be good. And then I'll be in a good position to to get God of War etc. When I got time. Oh, and Shadow of the Colossus. Oh man, tons of stuff to do. And I've got to finish the Zelda DLC. So yeah, gaming, gaming times. Games. I need to figure out if I if I do want to do online with the PS4, what kind of whether I need a like a yeah a more decent headset or something to plug into. Oh,
2: it. what you actually want to like if you, if you're going to go multi, pull on multiplayer, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Get involved with in that stuff. That doesn't sound like you. Well, <laughs> I'm going to be like, honest, like, I'm just like from the outset. That doesn't sound like you at I all. I do
0: it with Hyo and David, so they've got a PS4. So I d- I've done that on the Switch with those guys. So I will see if I can do it with them on the PS4. You play on the Switch with that it? crowd. Yeah, well, a bit of Splatoon sometimes.
2: Um, what? You don't, you don't yeah. ring me up. You don't call me up to pull your, pull your squad. <laughs> oh.
0: Well, no, they've got like a thing. Anyway, never mind. Yeah. There's it, it, like a squad. It's like they, they need an extra, extra guy. Anyway. Shunned. Mind. Anyway. <laughs> see if I can get on the PS4 with them. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that's what I've been playing. Oh, I haven't played any more into the breach, really. Um, just a, just a few more islands, but I haven't tried any new uh, squads yet. So I'll let you know when I'm past when I'm up on the next one. Sweet. Uh, so who's next? What you've been playing? Who, who who went first last time? I can't remember.
2: Well, we normally do Zach because he doesn't get involved with the news that much. Okay. Well, let's do <laughs> Zach then. I went first last time,
1: anyway. Did I? I- Think so. I don't actually remember. Come on, Zag. Well, I continued to play Zelda. Got through Zora's Domain again in, Masterquest, yeah, in Master Quest mode. Yeah, which means I actually have arrows now, which is nice. <laughs> After I've been struggling with like having to buy arrows from shops, getting through the whole Rito area and all the other stuff I was doing, you just go through Zora's Domain once, and it's like, oh, no, I have like two hundred arrows. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah, Zorus remains
0: pretty useful for that.
1: And it, I didn't even. Well, no, I suppose I did kill most of the stuff on the path up I, I thought mean, I was to the, to. There's the, the bit with last all the
0: electric time. guys, right? Which is actually yeah. quite hard even later on in the game because they level up, I think. Do they? Or I don't know. I don't know whether Maybe they not. Do. But there's like water and electric Well, yeah, it's just hard constantly. because of the
1: electricness. Yeah. Go <laughs> back there with the rubber armor. Yeah. Get... Yeah. Also, I've forgotten where you get the last part of the rubber armor. It's probably one of the shrines in Farum. <laughs> I don't remember which one.
0: Yeah, it took me ages to get the whole rubber set, I think. It's
1: because it's just like, unlike the barbarian armor, where it's just like the three labyrinths and you just get it. It's not quite so obvious in, the, no. in some of the other armors, like even the climbing armor.
0: Yeah, the climbing armor is the most important one for me. And like, one of them is. Quite annoying to find, isn't it it?'s that one where you have a quest to get it right because it's like you line up the three trees or something, yeah, yeah, but you also I kind of
2: i don't know of... if I got anything other than the bandana and the climbing set, actually, oh, I sort God. of assumed it wasn't a set after a while, like, it's like well, it's just this one bit I'll put oh. it on when I climb
1: stuff
0: no, it's awesome when you have all three, it boosts your climbing speed massively,
1: well and the actual boat set bonus gives you the massive reduction to stamina in your jump so you just jump off everything. Oh really? Right. Nice.
0: Oh yeah, is that what it gives you? When you have all three? Yeah,
1: each part gives you speed and then yeah. once you have all three and they're upgraded then you get you can the jump. reduction. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Nice. I know.
0: Um, That's the armour I wear most to be honest. like I know it doesn't give much actual protection but...
1: <laughs> well, mean it gives you Typical protection, not armor protection. Yeah, it's not one of the uh, actual armor, armor levels. As always, the trouble is the champion's tunic, you know? where you just want because that, that has more armor than everything, but it's not part of any set. And the yeah. main, that really should have that should have been something they did in the DLC. Well make make, make, a, it make two more parts for that thing and make it a full set. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, that would have been good. Unless I don't. Well, I guess I haven't really. Got any of the other, any of the new DLC armor parts because some of those are sets but I don't know whether they will just all be cosmetic or be mm-hmm. like one armor or whether one or more of those sets will actually count as a actual f- things you could potentially use because <laughs> you know, you, well, yeah, right at the end you get the classic green tunic or whatever and that's an actual set you, you can, yeah, it is, yeah. but it's still, not, it's still not armor, armor levels of armor <laughs>
0: Everyone just dies the champion's unit green, I guess.
1: Well, I guess you could. You, can dye you could dye it? You could dye shop, stuff yeah. with
4: Of oh,
2: course, shop. there's a whole shop to it, yeah. Man, I forgot about that. I never used it. No, no I didn't really
1: use it. I think I used it one time, but it was just like, it's too expensive, it's <laughs> that's your trouble. It uses all these crafting materials that you'd rather have for other stuff, apart from certain colours. Where it's just like, if you want them to be white, it's easy enough to just get a bunch of milk, buy it from a shop. <laughs> that doesn't take any time. If you want it to be brown, you're fucked, because <laughs> everything <laughs> in there is well expensive. I <laughs> could have thought brown
2: would be expensive.
3: Uh, yeah, exactly.
2: And that sort of world, just, get, just, just Just get some mud. Dye it with mud. <laughs> Should we just grind up some like old grass or something, and make some dye out of that?
1: Really? I actually remember what the brown things were for the dye. Maybe a tree. Try and try and think of items that are actually brown in that game, and that's maybe why you can't. Why it's awkward because you can't actually think of very many. Boko clubs, <laughs> not weapons. It's crafting wood. Brown, <laughs> wood, sticks. Yeah, I'm not sure wood counts. <laughs> But I suppose the sticks are weapons as well.
0: Just leather from cows, right?
1: You don't get leather from cows, you only get meat.
0: Yeah, but yeah, you can't actually. But in theory, you could get leather from cows in Zelda.
1: Yeah, but that would be for dyeing, that would be for making level leather clothes. That's a different thing. Right, they'd the already be brown. Quite- Brown. Yeah, I think maybe what maybe one of them might have been the the brown lizards, which again don't necessarily want that. They're quite annoying to get, and you don't necessarily want to use them for dying because you know they're for speed potions. Nuts! I don't know if nuts were. I know, but they're brown. Yeah. The <laughs>
2: Speculation.
1: <sighs> yeah, I don't know uh, what. Like now that I've done Zora's domain, I it's just like we I mean, just guess I'm just going straight on to Death Mountain obviously you don't do Karuna until last because of the whole
3: mm.
1: <laughs> of being annoyed by assassins constantly. Oh, That's yeah. another thing that you would have hoped that they could have been something that they could have fixed in the DLC. That should have been like a... That should have just been part of the Champions... I mean, I assume it's not, because <laughs> I haven't well, actually that seen you it yet. The that youth, you do wow. some other step beyond the end of the... You know, to undo the <laughs> constantly getting screwed by the Yiga Clan thing. They are very <laughs> annoying.
2: I hadn't actually experienced that at the point I got to in the game yet. If like, you'd only done it, you hadn't
1: continued to exist in the world after like, that point. Not, how... not long enough, no. apparently. Yeah. Like
0: when that first started happening, it was just the archers, but now I'm just getting the big guys all the time. Yeah,
1: I don't know why. Like,
0: really, the big guys? Mm. Yeah, well, they're Sounds not as problem, hardcore man. as they are in the yeah. They're, the they're, they're zone.
1: slightly weaker versions of the big guys. Yeah. Oh, okay, but then you like you get the big guys and you get like multiple archers at once. <laughs> Instead of just singular oh, ones, that's annoying. Just like, it, it
0: just means I have a million of those wind cleavers now. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, the, that's the,
1: maybe the only good thing. Yeah,
0: but they look the the kind of the sheath for the wind cleaver looks really weird. It's like sort of furry. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like it on my back.
1: You <laughs> don't like, want a furry back. Just kind of hope there would have been a way to stop that from happening eventually. Even just in the base game, some kind of toggle that you could do, some kind of extra sub quest.
2: Because that is definitely. Yeah, I mean, it'd be weird if it was actually toggleable, or perhaps there's an armor set you could wear, or some, <laughs> or some earrings or something that could yeah, repel maybe. them. Yeah,
1: yeah or just a, a very specific food recipe where it gives you a buff that's like the anti-Yiga buff. Yeah, that's something that is the,
2: the antithesis of banana.
1: Yeah. Or maybe
0: you just have to never carry any bananas and then they won't. <laughs> then they can't find Oh, that would, be, that, would
2: be, that would be great, actually. If it's just like if you've got a banana on you, you're in trouble. That,
1: that would make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, that would make sense. Weirdly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the dumb logic of, of the Yiga clan. But yeah and then i was also thinking about when i when i'm going to have to do that bit in Last mode i was just like is there really no other way that you can get past that but there's not really because you have to get the thunder helm yeah, you do, yeah. in the hideout and i assume if you like climb up on top of the arena and paraglide in there's no way you can open that door from the back right <laughs> you can just skip the whole base by knowing that you can come in from the rear <laughs> nice
2: I assume assume it's blocked off by something it's bound to be yeah
1: because I don't like the last door that you open to get into the arena is just magnesis right it's just that one hidden panel in the wall that you have to magnesis open
2: Mm.
1: I mean when you get there you're gonna have to try this now yeah I mean I'm planning on it because I'd rather not have to (laughs) go through all that shit although again as I said I theoretically still think the just shoot you in the face of electric arrows should still work in last mode you just might need to do it a bit quicker there's only route to get to that part of the level, though. Like, well, it's just... because it's open to the sky, so you, theoretically yeah. you should be able to get up on the cliffs and paraglide into the middle of the arena. And then, if the cliffs Clips aren't t- too tall, or but there's no such thing as something that's too tall, you can always climb everything. Sure, shore. you can just potion your way to the top. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what would happen. Like, what if you went? What if you jumped into that arena and then did the boss fight first? <laughs> Would it would it be set up to trigger? Oh, yeah, would you just never have
2: that? <laughs> like, would you never be able to go in there? Because you've finished the section,
1: technically. Yeah. Can you even go back in there? What if you go there before you have the mission to go there? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure you'll find out. Yeah. Keep us posted. That is basically what I want to do. It's like I want to see if there is any way to avoid that whole amount of hassle.
2: One of those few areas where there is actually like these question marks actually could apply, right? There's not many others where it's just like, well, you could just go to the thing and do the thing. Yeah. It's like this one's actually, oh yeah, but it's all sort of set up and there's an order to it and
1: <laughs> Yeah, because you have to get the helmet and then you need the helmet to do the design I bet there's probably like... just
2: a door you can't open somewhere or oh, Yeah, probably. Or just an N P C that stands there going, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like the guy at the start of Ocarina of Time.
1: And, you know, it would be also be nice if, like, well, no, I guess I was going to say you need to get the helmet to do the Divine Beast, but you don't need the helmet for the Divine Beast. It's only you have to get the helmet to prove that you're capable of doing the thing, and then the helmet becomes irrelevant. Yeah. It's not, not actually part of... Because I was going to say, like, you just you wear the rubber armor, and then you're immune to the lightning, and that solves the problem, right? <laughs>
0: But you don't use it for that yeah.
1: No, you don't use the Thunder Helmet for that purpose And also Presumably the lightning Of the Divine Beast would still do damage Even if Mm. you were wearing the rubber armor (laughs) It just wouldn't cause the electric shock Thing, I don't know, I guess Maybe try that as well, see what happens If you're Mm. wearing the full upgraded Rubber armor set whilst Outside the sphere while you're doing the sand surfing and you get hit by the lightning
2: (laughs) Yeah, could you just Carry
1: on if you can tank it definitely things to try but you know Mountain first i guess and then i can cook a shit ton of apples <laughs> as <laughs> oh, i yeah. keep saying about that and them. yep i've got like six thousand rupees at the moment but i haven't bought the house yet and i haven't obviously i haven't been to the desert so i haven't done the last great fairy town either i never figured out where the
2: actual house quest actually was like you know i, I did this kind of out of the
3: way with, i guess i
2: did the thing with the you know obviously the guys that are in whatever that town's called I can't remember Hatter. yes that's it so you know obviously I think I did did the thing with them well you triggered then...
1: the, the ability to buy the house yeah and then did you actually get around to buying the house no I don't think I did because then that's what actually triggers the second step I guess yeah because I guess that guy doesn't leave to do Tarrytown town until you've bought the house does he no
2: because I think I was still saving up for like when I found the, the, like, the last fairy fountain which is obviously pretty expensive yeah which I desperately wanted. I just want to go over and upgrade things.
1: Yeah, get the maximum. Because I ran into the classic problem when, like, my standard armour in Master Mode has been the Champion's Tunic because that just has the most armour. And the Barbarian legs, because I want some might bonus, and then the helmet from the actual armour set because then I just want some actual armour to compensate for the Barbarian legs. It's weird because you've said it several times now, but I don't remember the tunic having the most. armor. I remember it was just because it's trickier to upgrade.
2: Yeah, yeah, because I always just used the armor,
1: armor. Yeah, the,
2: the the chunky silver stuff.
1: It's like, if you've got it upgraded to the same level as all the other armor, then it is the, like the most armor mm. <laughs> essentially.
2: Okay, so I could tunic it up with <laughs> with my heavy metal other stuff.
3: Yeah, It'd be
1: better off. I didn't. I did want to wear because I was thinking like, which one do you prefer? Do you want to wear the barbarian barbarian head thing and the armor legs, or the helmet and the barbarian legs? <laughs> it's like, which looks less weird? Probably go with barbarian helmet. I think. I don't know because those armor, armor legs do look kind of weird without the rest of the armor. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> so I was going with helmet instead because it just does look like you just randomly put on a helmet. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, maybe that's okay. <laughs> Then helmet and
2: tunic sounds a bit weird. You've yeah. got the effort of like really protecting your head and then you're
3: like wearing nothing.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that, What's this tunic made of? You've got to have the might bonus. That's the important thing. Whereas like, technically the tunic's made of dragon scales if you account the upgrades. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> you're pretty much good. But then I ran into the classic problem of upgrading the barbarian set it requires lining parts of course. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to go and kill some of them. That wasn't too much of a problem. Master one in mage One in Zora's domain, of course. Get that guy. The electric areas. Yeah. And it even did the thing where I'd like pretty much immediately after I killed him, it was a blood moon, And I was like, do I want to go back there and just kill him again? <laughs> because I'm only good. But I don't think I did in the end. I was like, I've probably got enough, I think I've got enough Lydals for this upgrade level that I'm currently on. Mm. So I don't need to do that. And also, because that one specifically is lower level, has a lower percentage chance of dropping the upgrade parts in general. Ah, so. uh, right. Not really worth it. If you're going to full-on commit to fighting a lion, may as well go for one of the higher level ones. Eat some decent food, and somehow, even though you would have thought I would have already worked this shit out in my original playthrough, I've found better recipes where I'm like, I've I've actually found combinations where it's like, oh, this guarantees that it's going to be free maximum level buff and a decent time length, and it's huh. made of like fairly common materials. Nice. <laughs> It's like, how did I not find these before? So I've got like, I've got one recipe that I'm just using over and over where it's like, oh, this gives me a maximum level speed boost potion that lasts 10 minutes. It's like, sweet. What's that?
3: How do you make that? I don't remember. I think oh, it's, okay.
1: It's like one <laughs> one of the lizards, two of the frogs. Uh, I think it might be the swift violet plant and then okay. a, a monster part. And I don't remember what the monster part is. But I was just like, oh, there's actually... Consistently gives me the maximum level boost. Sweet. Are the
2: monster parts mostly similar? You just have to pick one that's like a high, the, like the higher level part. Mm.
1: Or is it, yeah, I'm not entirely sure what like the modifier is. I think the monster part mostly modifies like the time rather than the strength. Like mm. The, the yeah, parts that, that, that gives the sense. potion the effect of the strength modifier. Yeah, And then the monster part slightly changes the time, maybe. Or the critical chance, possibly. It's hard to tell. You are throwing multiple parts to get like, double time or well, I mean, presumably, if you stack parts but only use one of the effect, maybe a really long time potion. I don't know. i never really experimented that much with the elixirs because mm. elixirs are always more awkward to make because mm. there's not as many options for the materials. It's more of a hassle to actually get hold of all those lizards and bugs and all that stuff. <laughs> That's how you
3: get hold of stuff? Yep.
1: Yeah, and I got one more wheel of stamina than I have two, and I think that's probably going to be enough. Mainly because I just need to put all the rest of the hearts for having mm-hmm. another shot at the master sword, maybe. Hmm. If I can, I mean, I'll probably have to go full health and not full stamina, and then then I won't have to worry about eating special food, I guess. Although. The hearty food is still full heel, so functionally <laughs> the same. Yeah. was mm. <laughs> good though. Oh, okay. Yes, I know stamina's good, but <laughs> if I'm yeah. going to ever if I'm going to ever have a chance of finishing the Master Sword trials in Master Blade, I think I'm just going to need the help. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, so Zelda. Yeah. And then, apart from that, I mean, I guess played some more of the multiplayer Factorio, running into the same problem that I did the first time, where it's just like, <laughs> look, <laughs> look at the map. Here's the bit that I made where everything's nice and straight. Here's the bit that I didn't make <laughs> where it's all wiggles. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell quite easily. Although I've been, I've been trying to not worry about it so much and just like, like. Play to that style, I guess, sort of. I want try and be wiggly. Well, not like try and be wiggly, but try not to deliberately like build far away and then just build a straight branch. It's like I'm building nice and close to where everything else is, and like trying to work with what there is and not worrying about like if it's like you need a you need carbon on this belt to make the thing that you're making. Just wiggle and belt through everything else and build underground belts wherever and whatever. Rather rather than what I might normally do, I just like clear stuff out and set up a new set it up so you can build it straight.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm just not move I'm not disassembling and moving stuff around. It's
2: like right, what what's there is 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 golden. Just 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 build around.
1: Yeah, just wiggle an underground belt through everything and hopefully get it where you need it. It has been kind of awkward in some places. Well, admittedly, building approach. Admittedly, there's also some like since last time we actually played Log Player, there's been some improvements in like you stuff you're able to do. Like now that you can have the splitters have filters on them, so if you've got if you've got two different things on either side of the belt, you can run them through a splitter and only have one of them go through the splitter. So it's like a filter mm. for the belts without having to worry about arms lifting stuff off one belt or another or the way you might usually have done it with filter inserters now it's just you can build it in line so that makes it much more easy to just be like I only need wood but this belt has wood and another thing on it so I'll just set up a splitter and filter the wood out
3: nice
1: yeah but I the trouble with it is that the wiggle tactics <laughs> the wiggle technique is we have is like our base isn't very productive, like not nearly as, pro- as productive as I'd like it to be. Mm. Which means stuff like research is quite slow, and it's like I'm just kind of standing around not doing much. And it's like if what, not, what, what can doing, I
2: do? Can you can you be refactoring the base while you're not doing it?
1: Well, but the trouble is that, like. I can't really you can't really disassemble anything without it completely fucking everything (laughs) (laughs) right but then so like during the time when you've disassembled something and you're rebuilding it you're basically not able to do anything apart Mm. from that and it's like you kind of don't want to interrupt the flow of the other people or like you're even though the research is slow you don't want to break that (laughs) Mm. so so what it's come to the point where I've sort of started building a secondary base except not really (laughs)
2: all this about I'm integrating into this well, a
1: society of building well, and it's just like yeah but I'm also doing my own thing. Well the trick to it is that what I've done is like so we we built walls around our original section just because you have to build walls I guess and we've not really intentionally but sort of it's just been happening that we've just been staying inside those walls because apparently no one can be bothered to demolish the walls and build new ones mm-hmm. <laughs> we've only just now started being like I need very slightly more space I'm just going to move this wall slightly further out rather than doing the logical thing which is just build new walls somewhere much further away that will work much easier because we've already cleared out some of the engines but then what i've done is because we have started reaching the point where some materials there's new materials that we haven't started smelting yet and some of the like lower level materials we've we started reaching the point where our original mineral patches are running out and like our overall rate of production isn't high enough so what I've been doing is building new smelters that are serviced by a train station. So my my light, nice, straight, highly productive smelting lines, and then I just run a belt in back into the main mess of a base right. and just merge that belt into wherever our material lines were. It sounds a bit like your old approach. Yeah. So I'm just like, <laughs> this, this nice new smelting base, eventually we can demolish the old smelters in the old base and then just eventually we'll build we, onto everything, this everything will just start moving over yeah, this way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: So, <laughs> see, see what you've done there is probably quite a real-life approach to migration of this. So it's like, I've I've made a brand new
1: thing, but we're not we can't just get rid of the old one and replace it. No, 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 we've, it's got to be a smooth transition. Yes, yeah, so you just you just send some variables over to the old sit. <laughs> yeah, We have your nice new thing, I guess. Smooth transition, and also I I mean, I spent some time rebuilding the railways that had originally been built. Because originally it was just like, here's, a, here's just a wiggly-ass railway that goes from point A to point B and it's just a singular line and it only has two stations. And then I was like, well, in the future we're going to need to run more than one train along this. So I guess I'll just take my robots out there and just use my rail blueprints and just turn it into a proper two-directional rail system. <laughs> so that was a good way to spend some time. because you know, Time for the future is my plan. Not the wiggle
4: plan.
1: <laughs> the wiggle plan very much fails to plan for the future. <laughs> <laughs> plan for right now and just jam whatever you need in. And also, this is another one of those weird like, psychological things, I guess, but one of the people, the person I'm playing with mainly, ha- is a hoarder essentially in Factorio. <laughs> <laughs> right. Where it's just like, I don't know it's I guess it is just like some kind of psychological thing but like when you're running a smelting line that's making copper and it's putting on a belt and then the belt of copper goes into your base and then machines pick up from the belt and make stuff when that belt gets backed up like your base isn't using more copper than you're producing Hmm. that doesn't fucking matter (laughs) but um, that's something that you have to realise whereas in our base you've got like this belt is this belt is backed up. i put better build a chest and have arms take stuff off the belt and put it into a storage chest. And then oh, when that it. storage chest gets full, i just put another chest next to it. It's just like,
2: why? It, it doesn't matter that your belts get backed up because you're not... If there's no belt space, you can't mine stuff. So it's...
1: Yeah, but who not cares?
2: Like, not like it's... I know, I know. But what I mean is it's not like there's a downside. No. There, is what you mean. So like It doesn't just spill into nothingness. Or no, you're you not need wasting a robot, You need a robot cleanup crew or something.
1: No. You're not wasting your resources; stuff just stops.
3: Mm.
1: And I'm just like, there's no reason to have all these storage chests full of stuff all over the place. And of course, it's worse because we're playing modern Factorio, and there's like so. The main problem we we definitely have is copper, because like you can smell copper normally, and it just gives you copper. Mm. But there's this other recipe where you use the copper ore and then like some stone and some hydrogen, and like it's a more advanced recipe you get proportionally more copper per ore out of that recipe, but it also produces, like, cobalt. And cobalt is used for virtually nothing. It's just, like, used very occasionally. But because of the bonus to the copper production, it's like, well, we obviously only want to use that recipe. It's like, well, not really, because A, we've got way tons of copper on patches all around us, so it doesn't even matter how much copper we're using at the moment. And B, millions of boxes of cobalt all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we've got we've, we've got more cobalt than we'll ever need. Yeah, pretty much. It's like we've got more cobalt than we ever need, and we're not running low on copper, so we really don't need to continue to use that <laughs> recipe that just makes more cobalt. Yeah. <laughs> Apply bit to logic. Yeah, but you know that's that's my that's the way I play that game.
2: Not the is it because they the other players aren't so familiar with the end game, maybe, and it's just like well, we might need all this that.
1: No, I mean it's we also have the mod that lets you see like you can look through the recipe tree basically and be like what is cobalt used for and basically just see what it's used for so it's mm. it's still it's not like it's hidden information. Right, right. You right. can just look it up. So it's like yes they are kind of aware that
2: <laughs> Yeah, but it might, that you might know. Cobalt so, isn't that useful. But you know, sometimes you just don't.
1: <laughs> sometimes you just don't look stuff up. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just it's just a thing of how I like to do things. Also, you know, I, when I'm attempting not to do maths, there's the other the other thing that I'm attempting not to do in this gameplay. <laughs> like, I could go and load up my spreadsheet and do the actual maths and calculate things, calculate ratios, but I'll just do simpler. I'll just do vague maths and just do it from the in-game values and try and calculate it in my head, <laughs> which is less accurate but much quicker. And less annoying. I did do the maps for like our power station because it was we we realised very early on that for some reason in this map there was a tiny patch of coal that we started with and virtually no coal for the entire rest of the map we could see at the time. <laughs> it's like, well, shit, this coal's going to run out if we burn it for fuel. But luckily, because it's mods, we've got the we've got the greenhouses, so we can just grow wood and burn that for fuel instead. And I was like, okay, we could just like jam down greenhouses until it works or I could actually just go do the maths and just <laughs> work out how many greenhouses you need to supply one boiler to make steam out uh, for the steam engine and then just stamp that down with the bot- robots. Much easier. Much safer. Because then you're not accidentally going to overload your power system. I wouldn't realise that was a thing. Well, it's not... I don't mean like overload it by power. I mean overload the power draw and not have enough fuel oh, supply oh, and oh. then everything just crashes. Because okay. everything is operated by power. so the classic problem of running electric inserters to run your coal-fired boilers, where if the if the boilers stop making steam and then the power runs out, then the inserters can't put the coal into the boilers and then you're screwed. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> everything shuts down. Yeah. So you can use, use the burner inserters as backup arms. That's one way to solve that problem. Because those run on fuel themselves or just do the maths and ensure that you never actually do overload the supply of fuel. So yeah, still Factorio. And I've also still been playing C-Block at the same time on my own save.
3: Much else happening?
1: There was one other thing. I forgot what it was. Oh, right, yeah there was a fairly significant patch for surviving Mars so I went oh okay which solved quite a few of the bugs that I'd complained about originally yeah so I went back and played some more of that turns out so that like some of the dome population stuff yeah um, all the management of like now you can now you can turn off births in a dome <laughs> to stop people from breathing all the time filling up all the space so that's good and also, like, children probably move into the nurseries. And, like, if you set the filters correctly, people will actually end up in the right jobs and that kind of stuff. And it's like, well, that's nice. Turns out, though, that they hadn't apparently fixed all the bugs. And I ran into a completely different bug in a, that wasn't – it's not – the bugs that I was complaining about before, like all that population stuff, is, mm. like – Mechanical but just, bugs,
2: yeah, they sort of the more oversights than bugs,
1: yeah, yeah. But then I ran into an actual bug where, like, I was doing, I got to the point of doing the mystery, like the story thing mm-hmm. at the end of the, or well, not really end, the end game, I suppose, as much as, as, much as, as it's still endless. Yeah. <laughs> but I got to the, doing the sto- this story, and it, there's like a really horrible bug where. This mystery is like you're, you have to send supplies out to help this other project. Like some eccentric billionaire wants to help you with his space projects. And if you can spare the resources, shove them in these rockets and fire them up to him. Mars wasn't far enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, literally. Oh, okay. Like I'm building a mine station on Ganymede. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because I have money, I guess. And I need your resources. So you get these rockets come down and you load up the stuff and send them off. And there's also, at the same time, you're doing a research project to help him with science. Mm. And like, it seems the way it's meant to work is you're, or this is what it seems like, because I can't tell because of the bug. It seems like what you're meant to do is you're meant to do the research. There's four different projects and you can choose which one you want to work on. In both the research and sending rockets, mm. and it requires different resources in the rockets for each of the different projects. But then the research is just you just do the research for each project. And I think what's meant to happen is you're meant to do the research for the project and send the rocket with the materials, and then that project completes. Because one time in a save that I didn't continue because because of the bug, it popped up a thing that said this one of the four projects is complete, and I was like, okay, good. Mm. But then it then the bug is that. For some reason, the game doesn't seem to realise when the research projects are complete. Right. So it, you get the four rockets. So you say, okay, I want to do this one first, and it sends in the rocket, and you load mm. it up, and it sends it away. And then it pops up the thing where it's like, choose the next one, but all four of the options are still there. And I'm like, oh, well, that, doesn't, that doesn't seem right. But then you just choose one of the other ones, it's fine. It sends out the rocket, you load it up, it sends it away. Mm. Do that for all four. But then once you've done it for all four, you send the last rocket away, the dialogue pops up again, and it's like, choose the next one. And it's like, okay, this doesn't make any sense, but I'm going to choose one of the other projects again. And weirdly, I think maybe it's meant to do that as well. Maybe it's not actually meant to complete after the first rocket, because the new rocket that spawns has a different resource requirement. Hmm. It's like, it's the same resources, but less of them. So I'm like, is it just like a it's bonus? It's just like a bonus, yeah. But unfortunately, what actually happens is you select one of those things in the dialogue box. The dialogue box appears again, and it like won't go away for like seven times for no okay. reason. But then when it does go away, infinite rockets just starts warning. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and I'm just like, well, that just breaks everything.
2: Wow, that's pretty great. <laughs> I thought this was just going to go nowhere and it's just like, yeah, and you get stuck and I can't get rid of the dialogue. I had to exit the game by task manager or whatever. It's no infinite rockets is a cool bug.
1: Well, I mean, it's not that cool. Is it? I mean, it's game breaking. Well, well and also, but, yeah. it's not like infinite rockets start coming down. It's infinite icons that tell you rockets are coming. Oh, so that um, okay, i that is like, <laughs> because cool. you choose a landing site when they, arrive so it's not like they so just what, start coming down all over the place so what if you could like can you make them all end though could you just go through the list and go I- well I the trouble is it don't think it stops spawning it's, it's literally infinite it's like called a mm-hmm. loop so the game just lags up and then presumably at some point yeah, it'll just right. crash yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it runs out of memory or something wow that's pretty bad so yeah that's kind of fucked so I guess I have to stop playing until the next match comes out yeah <laughs>
2: Well, even if that if that if, if that it, even gets... if that particular mystery will
1: get or that particular save will get yeah, unscrewed. If they don't break safe really or whatever. Yeah. I mean I've gotta say I've gotta save I've gotta say before the last rocket had landed. I've gotta say I think I've gotta save before I started doing the mystery at all, like after the first dialogue box of the mystery had appeared but before any of the rockets and research and stuff had right. happened. Yeah, and then I've also got to save, like, ages
2: ago. Yeah, that that, that, would, that sounds like that would be the necessary point. I think it's like, well, at any point after completing the resources, something isn't working right, isn't it? So yeah. So
1: hopefully, I might be able to continue because the annoying thing was I, I was I set it up to be like a hard setup. Because there's achievements for doing each of the different mission sponsors which are mostly countries but there's a couple of other ones they have like a difficulty level associated with them and there's an achievement for doing something specific to that thing so I was playing with Russia which is like the hardest sponsor because mm. they have like low funding and a low number of rockets and stuff and the achievement was like extract a ton of resources quickly essentially, which is not really. Related to anything Necessarily Just Russia makes it hard To have the money And survive To be able to mine The stuff quickly I guess Mm. So I set it up for that And I was like Well this is actually Going pretty good I've managed i like I'm sort of It feels more like I'm clinging on But it's still working Yeah I'm still dealing with it And then this bug Is completely fucked up (laughs) And I'm like God damn it I did manage to get the achievement before the oh, good. bug killed the save, but, you know, he still kind of wanted to finish that game.
2: Yeah, so cashed <laughs> it in, at least.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I see where the mystery leads, obviously. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I mean, finishing the mysteries also has an achievement attached to them, so at some no, point, okay. you going no, to want yeah. to finish that mystery. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. Apparently, the, ne- the next fact, though, is the one that's actually going to have less just bug fixes and also content because they're adding the ability to... It's really dumb, but, like, the domes, originally, as I mentioned when I was talking about all the bugs and travelling between domes and stuff, they're Mm -hmm. all separate things, and then the people can transfer between them and stuff. And, basically a lot of the community was pissed off about that because they were like, why can I not just have a residential dome and then like a services dome that people travel to to use the services and then I like, could then... Oh, sure,
2: right. Yeah, no no one really traveled between domes, did they? They no. were just, like just everything had to be in there. Yeah, you had to
1: have a food shop. You yeah, had yeah, to have yeah. this and that. You had to have an infirmary per dome. Sure. Well, now they're introducing tunnels so you can interlink domes and it will work like how you <laughs> imagined it would have worked. Cool. So to you,
2: can, you can actually make a pleasure dome.
1: Yeah, so you can essentially just have your residential dome and then a little tunnel that leads to the oven. Potentially
2: build a thunder dome. (laughs) Yes.
1: So it's like, apparently that's going to be in. And and then, of course, the trouble with that, as everyone immediately pointed out, is like, okay, you've done that, but have you thought about how that's going to completely fuck the balance? (laughs) How so? Well, like, the whole... Like space constraint of a dome where you had to have certain surfaces occupy a certain amount of space in the dome, Mm. once you get rid of that, it's like you can just have a fully residential dome and then a secondary dome that has the surfaces in. That changes the balance. Oh, I see. Because you're not having to... And you're also not like... It's not so much of a difficulty to balance the resource distribution. Yeah,
2: the design... Your plan for designing an individual dome doesn't necessarily become as important because you could just have... Even if you don't need so many services, does this mean if you had the resources to just build a mostly empty dome and put the services you need in it at any one time, it's like that's fine. I'm just gonna leave that as the service dome. Yeah, I'm just not gonna fill it right yeah, now because then exactly. I, I don't need to worry about planning it. Because then,
1: then also, if you like, if you for some reason, don't need as, as much of one surface, service as you would need for one dome. You're like, well, that dome can then branch onto another dome, and I can actually fit more... Res- I can basically have, like, two residential domes using just one dome's worth of services. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> So it kind of affects the balance of that. It does. And, and also the balance Depends of... how expensive these tunnels
2: are, I guess. Well,
1: I guess. Probably not that expensive, though. No. It, the, the tunnel does occupy one space of space inside the dome, which you know... That's a slight amount of trade off. It's a very tiny trade off, (laughs) technically. But then there's also the other balance issue of like the the ability, like the the domes have a central, like it's like a mini mini wonder, I guess you would sort of call it. They have a central point for a spire. Each dome has one space for a spire, and then that's why it has like special effects. So you've got like the water reclamation spire where the dome just uses way less water and then like the medical spire where you don't have to build an in because you've got the spire instead mm-hmm. and so you're saving the space where you would normally build an in February. okay but then like those spires because they have kind of global effects how's that going to affect the tunnels like will all the connected domes be able to use the spires and will like the effect of the spires propagate through all of the domes or will it or will it not? <laughs> I would imagine... My my first guess would be no. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking. Except for, like, with, the, for example, the medical spire where it's a service that a person goes to use, Right. would yeah. that one still work globally for people travelling to that dome to use that I uh, imagine it would have
2: to, right, yeah. if
1: the people come to that dome. Yeah, elsewhere. you would think so. Yeah. And that, you know, that is a balanced thing because then you could have another spire in the residential dome that's having another effect but still have the medical bonus of having the medical spire in a different place. But then you're starting to talk about
2: perhaps SimCity level stuff where it's like, okay, that
1: this infirmary is now overloaded. Mm, yeah. And it, they did say the one balance thing that they have done is like, if if it, if you're using a service in another dome, it's slightly less effective in terms of like comfort levels. Mm. So there is a, there is a penalty because, to, because there's no
2: corner shop. Yeah, there is a
1: penalty to having
2: people commute. <laughs> you can't just wander out and get a Cornetto. It's...
1: so yeah that's hopefully going to be interesting and hopefully fix some bugs Yeah, particularly the one that I ran yeah <laughs> that was quite bad good old game breaking bugs
3: yeah good old
1: yep yeah. and that's mostly it I guess we played Rocket League
2: yeah we played Rocket League mm. I'm having my usual down phase with it Although I did, well, so I did play some more I did some more today. What
1: happened was uh, I went I thought about it afterwards.
2: I did have I did have some technical issues last night, which was a well late lying, on, but yeah. I, guess. I mean yeah, the the very last game we had some serious packet loss stuff and I had some more of that today actually mm-hmm. when I
1: was playing it briefly. Um <laughs> like what actually happened was I thought about it afterwards. <laughs> it's, we have to make an ancient heavy style reference here and say there was something in that toast.
2: <laughs> oh right,
1: we stopped. You had toast, and then it got. To,
2: then we just played shit after that. <laughs> we, did, we, did, we did play real bad after. like. Oh, the summit, there was something in, yeah. in that toast. There was definitely something in that toast.
1: Up do that way it was good.
2: I mean, I do try and hold my tongue while we were playing, but yeah, and like we are, we were both pretty bad after that. <laughs> it's got to be sad Although I did find like, I, yeah, I am. I I was struggling more than usual for things control-wise, and I I was having that problem again today. Like just like all my old complaints seem to be magnified, like a like like significantly. Like there were definitely times today where it's like I really don't understand how that roll came out of my car, or I really don't understand how the physics of that scenario went that way. Like just more and more of it than I'm used to, and I I know that I don't think they're in. Saying that they're changing much, but there's a there's a feel going on that I don't that I'm I'm I don't I don't think it's I saw think... and and that could be just technical that could just be the networking stuff no. and, and that's probably likely still... like given that it has been problematic a, of late.
1: Um, I mean, I'll always there, say there's... that I blame your controllers. <laughs> <laughs> that is my eternal number one thing, and also I'm you know. It's difficult to even think about how you fix the problem, but like, you know, the the whole idea of the dead zones that you can individually change, roll dead zone and stuff. I mean, theoretically, that might help. Probably have to tweak those. But it would be such a, like, to me, that seems like such a subtle thing. It would be hard to tell. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you change the option and not even know whether you've done anything to it at all.
2: Yeah. I mean, there were. I had a really, I did have a super frustrating one today where it's just like, okay, I very clearly just need to, well, which which must be dead. Well, I thought at first it's like, okay, clearly that was a dead zoning thing, but then I really sort of thought about it and was just like, yeah, but I was pushing like right on the stick and it went back. How, how that can't be a dead zone? There's no there's no possible way that could
3: be well, dead that, zoning. It's
1: like that always the like the directional roll. It's not it's not exactly like a dead zone. It's more like a like a binary dead zone. It's like well, yeah, the they're like, they're like eight pushing right and way. pushing backwards.
2: <laughs> yeah, they're like they like eight directions, but it's like
1: but still it's not, sometimes like, sometimes it thing. still feels
2: like so 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 off.
1: It's like I thought it's like I'm not sure it is eight directional. because like, I Oh what you
2: reckon there's a little bit more finesse
1: to it. Yeah. At least in the it's the because you can do like diagonal rolls, but it's like Ooh. there's a f- hard toggle between a forward roll that's diagonal and a sideways roll. Yeah, it's like once you go past a certain amount of di- diagonal, it just turns into a full sideways roll, and that's a completely different kind of roll. Yeah, <laughs> that's where the problem is. With, with
2: wildly different momentum, and yeah, yeah and that's that stuff I still don't really get on with. Just, like now I'm doing more air stuff, and I'm feeling more confident about doing more air stuff. I'm still rubbish at it, but I'm getting it. it it's getting to the point where I can pull some stuff off. That using air rolls and how that feels is that feels bad. It just feels bad. Like, I don't like rolling halfway through a flight. It's like I feel like I have to because it's the only way I can get power on some shots. But it's like it just.
1: Well, I mean, those kind of
2: it like, just the the way you move in the air just feels so different. Like after you've been flying
3: for a while.
1: Well, I mean, you know, the saving the roll until late to yeah. the flying is. Always the tri- trickiest part.
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't even do that that much. Yeah. I'll do it occasionally when I just like, because you kind of have to, it's you kind of have to have already not flown in the way you would fly if you were doing a regular flight. Yeah. Like you have to fly to where the role is going to compensate for
2: what you've just done. <laughs> Which is the problem. Cause I, I, and I know this is a, this is a mental problem of mine. I, I always go for the role because it's just like, to me, that's like, that's the kick. Yeah. I've, I've got to do a role. I mean, but, then, yes. but then the problem is it's like, because I can't judge that air momentum of, of the role very well. I'll always be slightly off in some weird direction that I don't quite expect or the roll will slow me down and stop me so I'm like inches in front of the ball rather than in its path and it's
3: yeah i, I,
1: think... I
2: just I just can't get a grip
1: of it, yeah, I don't think air rolls are necess- like that necessary really the thing that I still don't do, which is like once you when I occasionally do do it and remember it's just like you fly up to hit a ball you generate a lot more power if you're still boosting when you hit the ball. Because a lot of the time you'll fly off and just be like, doink! But if like, mm. you can continue to boost as you hit the ball, that actually generates surprisingly large amounts more power than you would otherwise. Interesting. Even, I you, forget even, about if, even, that. If,
2: even if you're not necessarily moving much faster, like, physically. Yeah, just, because you've already this, reached this, that speed or whatever. There's something in the game about just being boosting. Yeah, it seems like it. Interesting.
1: I kind of always forget that. But, you know, that... That in itself makes it harder to aim, of course, because mm. you're continuing to boost, and that's effectively, it's still affecting your direction, even if not your speed. Mm. But, you know, it's still... It's, it's just, like... Still is what it is. It's one of those things where it's just, like, it's impossible to actually... Well, or I think it's impossible to, like... Tell someone how to do it. Yeah, I know. You just I know. have to continue to play until you naturally discover how to assume. do it. So
2: you, watch, you watch stuff and then watch things like that, and it's just like, I don't, that never works like that. Like when you see people doing the dribbling stuff, and it's just like, and then you give it a go, and it's just like, no, the physics just doesn't work. How is that? How, what, how? How are you doing that? Like, I've tried. Like, that little flick a lot of people do at the end of a dribble just to be like, yeah. like it sends it upwards and in a different direction. I've never got that to work any direction other than trundling along the bloody floor in <laughs> front of me. It's like, how, how does that work? How do you do that? It's like, it never flicks.
1: Ah, Physics is okay. game. Because really, the private example is like like blocking a ball point blank between two cars Mm. or you know that primarily that's just the prime example is kickoff timing the hit and like because you see how like my kickoffs do one of three things now it either stops, it chuggles sl- sl- slowly sideways, or it trundles fast sideways. <laughs> Very rarely does it do anything apart from those three. Well, and that's just a thing that I've got the feel of after playing for such a long time.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll try and mix it up every now and then. But yeah, if I do my usual strategy, you end up with the same thing. The ball normally goes, like, on on the rare occasion... Well, I say the rare occasion. You get... You, it w- works in both ways. You'll get one of those diagonal kickoffs. So it's yeah. just like, well, it's still going into no man's land. It's not actually that useful. But I get a lot more of the ones where it actually bounces off awkwardly into their midfield, so it will come off at a sort of diagonal angle, hit the wall, but be still in the air, sort of roughly towards the goal. Yeah, I'm definitely getting more, getting what I need to do to get more of those. Of like, yeah. and it's like that, and that's been working out quite nice. But that's
1: one of those things where it's like there's no way to tell someone how to do that because no. it's, because it's such it's a, how, it's like it's, a tiny amount of time. Yeah, and the only it's way it's to instinct, do it is so. by feel.
2: Yeah, I mean, I need whatever it is. That's definitely what I've got wrong in air. And I because we've played this game for so bloody long, I've learned some bad habits somewhere. Because like, yeah. I, I just can't get that. I just cannot gain height as fast as anyone else in the game. Yeah, I just cannot do it. And I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I really don't. I've tried all the technique. I've tried the thing it suggests, like doing the awkward thing of boosting and jumping at the same time and pulling up and doing it. But then I end up with the, a different problem that because you're boosting and jumping at the same time, you tend to get too much forward momentum and then screw that up, and then it's...
1: Well, yeah, I guess the only way to compensate for that is to, like be able, it's a... jumping up fast from stationary is the hardest thing, I guess. Yeah, absolutely.
2: <laughs> and, and, and the unfortunate, like, when we're playing with both you and Kips, Kips is a lot more aggressive than either of us, <laughs> and so I'm often left at the back, and I'm not a very good back player, like, at all. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm much better when I'm being aggressive, but... Or just being a nuisance. <laughs> That's where my talents lie. <laughs> oh no, the duck alarm! The duck alarm! Crap! Did uh, you play anything else, probably? I need to talk about rhyme. Oh yeah, I I played through all of rhyme uh, <laughs> on Xbox One because uh, it was something else in the Game Pass list I could have a go at. Yeah, it came fairly highly recommended by Easy Allies last year. So I was like, alright, I know very little about this. Let's check it out. Uh so Ryan is a I guess you'd call it a, a adventure puzzler sort of thing. You saw me play the first like hour or so.
3: Yeah.
2: Um uh yeah, it's sort of an adventure an adventure puzzler, sort of bit platformy, you ran around as a kid that bears a somewhat of a resemblance to Team Eco stuff. It's uh, <laughs> just because he's got a cat. Just because he's a kid in the cape <laughs> and a toga sort of thing, yeah. Uh, you, you sort of you wash up on, a, on an island. You don't know anything about how you got there. You don't know the setting at all. You ju- you're just there. Um, here, make your way through it. Find this spirit fox thing. Find block puzzles. Find, uh, find the door that someone's knocking on. Find <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh that like line up these objects with your vision to make them come real puzzles, you know, fairly standard stuff. Um and in fairness throughout its runtime, the game doesn't necessarily break out of that mold particularly much. It's like I I never thought any of the puzzles were all that complicated as you go through. They're not no one part is that difficult to solve. There's there were a couple that I could you you get like halfway through the puzzle and you're like okay can I do this now or is this something I come back to mm. um and for the most part you can always do them now some of the stuff we saw at the start of the game especially that that we were we looked at and we like that's gotta be something you do later I've got no no clue what this is but it looks suspicious no no you, there's, there's a way of dealing with that <laughs> at that point in time um and the game is quite linearly structured and doesn't really for, uh, allow for much backtracking. So if you're suspicious of something, top tip: try and figure it out while you're there. Um, this is only not true when you get to like area three, where there, the, the basically the whole level is almost one big elaborate puzzle that you do in stages, and there's an order in which to complete it. But it, it all sort of comes back around on itself mm-hmm. and things like that. So especially towards the latter part of that, so. And don't don't stress yourself about the latter part of area three. So if there's
1: not much backtracking, uh, then what about the collectibles?
2: You've got to replay the area. And oh. those areas are pretty big. There's like four main but when areas. When you replay them,
1: you? is it just like does that imply that you're resolving all of the puzzles yeah. as well? Yeah. Well that's weird. You got to, you've gotta
2: <laughs> you've gotta got literally replay the area and work your way through it as as you did the first time, but find the stuff better, I guess. Which is a bit, oh, it does have like a stage select once you finish it and that you can go back to the start of the areas. But as I said, these areas are pretty big. They're like a couple of hours long each. Um, so if you want to go back and do the collectible run, <laughs> honestly, you're probably going to want to use the guide. Mm. And like, because there's a good chance you're going to miss some of them. Some of them are really well hidden. Like it's actually a, quite a large area in the, first, in the first stage that I just totally missed. And it's like, well, it's not that large, but it's, you know, I I sort of knew it was there and I sort of figured you could probably get there, but I just couldn't work out how the first time. And and I did go back to it and I did have another little look through the first area and it's like, Oh, right. Yeah. There's a whole secret route here that leads to this other area. Oh, and there's some achievement. There's an achievement thing over here as well. Oh, and there's this other thing. Okay, great. There's Like all of it is optional, but it's quite a large area of optional stuff. Um, anyway yeah all of that in in some respects fairly standard stuff like it's not got a bad look to it the sort of cribbing from the witness a little bit i think in terms of its like color style and uh as i said i think it's cribbing from eco in terms of some of its animation and presentation in places uh the soundtrack is quite impressive i thought it's like it's all sort of melancholic cello mostly but it does cool stuff like when you're progressing through the game it will sort of feel like it organically swells mm. into action it never feels like there's a hard cut into like a sting it sort of does it does a really good job of making it feel like a, con, a single constant piece of music that you're adding to by your actions um so it's really good at that i i think there there are definitely some presentational highlights as well where it's just like oh okay yeah no this is this is really quite nicely done uh however xbox one version does have performance issues like their frame rate is choppy
3: Hmm.
2: um throughout um i've seen footage of the playstation pro version which isn't nearly as bad Uh, you know makes sense playstation pro version right and i think that version actually runs at near a 60 rather than the sort of capped 30 but doesn't quite make 30 that you get here um uh, so that that, that, and that was mildly distracting at points, um, but that's I mean, other than the puzzle difficulty, that those are only my real like my only real complaints with it, uh, and the, and the sort of lack of backtracking thing, and it's you know what it's trying to do. However, that last bit, that bit about backtracking, and that bit about the linearity of the game, makes total sense when you finish it mm. because I had no idea what that game was about until the end. And when it d- pulls the rug out from under you and it was all like, Hey, this is what this is about. This is what it, what you've just been through means. That is a pretty powerful punch. And it, I was not prepared for it. I was not expecting it. And it, it's pretty great, but you have to play the whole game and get there. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a, it's a good, it's a good finishing move. um, it's really strong i think i think some people will uh, I'm, not, I'm i really don't want to say what it is because it is the point of the game yeah it it is 100% what this thing is um but when you it what, I think some people will peg what it is there are cl- there are clues there are things and i thought it was just padding out the world story it's like it's not there is a deeper level to it all and it's It's clever. It's very clever. And none of this is narrative. There's no words in the game. There's no spoken delivery. Um, You will get, like, static image cues here and there. You will get murals on walls. Um, And even the collectibles play into it a little bit. Hint, hint. About what's going on. And it's where it ends. Mighty clever. Mighty clever. Uh, I I really appreciate what they've gone for there.
1: (laughs) Not done like Witness.
2: <laughs> not somewhat, yeah, weird and self centered like the witness. It's. Well,
1: not the real, real ending. The real,
2: real is. ending is pretty weird. The regular <laughs> Wind ending is done. Yeah, the, the regular ending is just meaningless in 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 the regular witness. Just, I'm flying
1: into space. <laughs> I watched the speed speedrun of the, of the witness. No, oh, really? To the elevator, not to the full ending. Okay. Yeah. And that's like 14 minutes. <laughs> Here's something I did. A, here's something crazy. I didn't know about the witness. You know how on the how on the statue at the top, there's the box with the panels that flip off every time you do a laser.
2: Yeah. Turns out, and the, and the the like the other edge, and the, the other, other edge. edge
1: yes.
3: yeah.
1: Turns out that triggering any one of the environmental puzzles counts for one of those panels. It unlocks part of the box. Oh really? I didn't even like. There was no reason. And you'd, to you'd, never, that. you'd never know that, would you? <laughs> Just the, in the speedrun. So does that
2: mean you can't... Yeah, you basically just don't have to do one of the areas. Or, yeah, or, in, or you, you don't well, have I mean, to trigger You don't have to
1: do all of them anyway. But.
2: Yeah, but you, you can skip a whole laser that yeah, you would have it, always
1: needed. In the speedrun, he runs up there and then does the river puzzle, and that unlocks the last thing. Oh, <laughs> interesting. To get in there.
2: That's the, that's the quickest one, is it? To, to do the river well, Because there. you're
1: already at the top of the kill. Yeah. And of course, there's the bit that I kind of forgot about but already knew that you can snipe some of the puzzles. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're super precise. you can do them
1: from far away. Yeah. Like, you he sk- you go- you goes to the door the entrance to the Tetris Swamp and I'm like, what's he doing here? That can't possibly be a fast zone. Except you can snipe the back door to the Tetris slop- Swamp from the front and then just walk up to the laser.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Smart. That must require some quite precise control. Yeah, controls. it's incredibly tiny. Yeah. Must have to set your sensitivity pretty low.
3: So that's pretty funny uh
2: yeah so rhyme recommend but see it through mm. it's um it's possibly a little longer than it needs to be but again that's kind of the point narratively uh yeah cool thing cool thing um the only other thing i read uh, that's probably worth touching on then is uh oh no i finished super metroid
1: yeah that game's pretty cool yes uh and now you understand the story of Metroid to some extent, I guess.
2: Well, I mean, I don't really. Like... <laughs> well, you
1: understand what, like, the whole... Well, I guess you don't understand the whole story of the Metroids. You understand, the, like, the middle story of, the, like, where the space pirates get Metroids from and, and like, why yeah. Ridley is a thing. Well, like, well, I don't, no, I don't know why. Ridley's just there. <laughs> well, yeah, he's just there, but that's why he continues to be a thing. That's why Meta Ridley was such a you weird... I thought you
2: killed Ridley, though. He sort of explodes. Yeah,
1: but, but then when you come to Metroid Prime and you see Meta Ridley and you're like, what the fuck? How is he still there? Mm. And then later on, when you're in the Space Pirate bases, you can scan the figure. like They tell you about how they rebuilt Metroid Ridley after the, uh, after the well, Zeeves
2: inc- incident. Sure, but that's not learning anything new.
1: No, it's but like, it's, like, it's part of the story.
2: Yeah, they explain more of it in,
1: well, <laughs> in I, Prime. I mean, doing... Of course they don't explain much in a, like, a 16-bit old-ass game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like a dialogue but it's all tied together. It's like, it actually is a continuous thing.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not
1: like Metroid Prime was just, we're just using that character and making a new universe. Even, it is actually it's, a sequel.
2: Even if the thing I understand the least is the whole mission complete thing, it's like, did you really complete what you set out to do? I think you didn't. Well, what did you like, set out to <laughs> Well, you were
1: trying to get your the stolen mini Metroid back, weren't you? Well, I don't know if you were necessarily trying to get it back. It's like, you didn't want it to fall into the wrong hands, maybe.
2: I guess, because it, <laughs> it was learning things. Well, yeah. Cause, well, you definitely succeeded at that part. Well,
1: yeah. If you have to blow up the entire planet, that counts, I guess. <laughs> so. And it's not like you blew up the planet. <laughs> no. Uh,
2: that game is, yeah, like, like just in general, that game remains to be pretty cool. It's also one of the trolliest games. Like Also, like there seems to be Nintendo of this age. It's just that little bit more trolly than you expect. A little bit more difficult than you expect. Yeah. A little bit more... How was I supposed to know that? Kind of at times. Bit of the, um,
1: bit of the old like shoot every tile.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and, and some of the implementation is more frustrating. I mean, the, and they were going to be they were going for let's make this look cool, like with the X-ray, for instance. But it's like it'd be just handy if I could just press that and the whole screen revealed, yeah. rather than just look like. Or there was some upgrade to make it so you could do that. That would be nice
3: because
1: I mean, it's like it makes that
2: annoying whine every time you use it,
1: and it's just <laughs> it's just a weird thing where it's just like. In Metroid Prime where it's the, it's like the x-ray visor. Obviously, it fills the entire screen because you're literally looking out from through inside the, visor. the helmet. Whereas yeah. in this two D world, it conveniently is a beam that comes out from your visor, like yeah, as if yeah. you're looking for a visor. It's like, unfortunately, that makes it much less useful.
2: I mean, there are parts of this though. I'm, I'm looking at that visor skill, and I'm going, okay, that that's what informed Prime's visor skills. Despite you know, apart from the fact that obviously having a visor thing is cool. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, they're out, they are actually pulling that from this, and you know, some of the weapon power-ups is like, even though the weapons work like, basically just, like, a straight upgrade path in this rather than More or less. having, like, choice. It's like, okay, I can see where you got your ideas from. Yeah. Um, so that's neat uh, from from that. But they're just... It's not the slickest thing in the world in places. Like, I don't think it could actually... Some of the just straight-up jumping controls I don't think are very nice. When you get into, like, one of the screens that actually does scroll around, mm. like, the height of the camera is really weird at times. Mm, like, yeah. it seems simultaneously both too high in some screens and too low in
1: others it just follows it follows the follows Samus around weirdly yeah just a bit too fixed like you got this weird not actual momentum compared to your jumps and it's like it yeah doesn't let you see where you actually want to see yeah when you're traveling through the air.
2: it was a bit odd i do think the space jump controls just weird i couldn't i just couldn't figure out how to make it reliable like just yeah just could not figure that out um yeah it's just its it's filled it's filled of little things, i guess in like in terms of in terms of that i think there were there were some sections in fact where the the, the x ray visor didn't actually help. It was like there's a hidden wall here, but it's not going to tell me that like, if I look at it that there's nothing
1: there like I just have to walk through it i mean that was i mean technically, you could still say that was like that's also something they did in prime' it's like the x-ray visor doesn't reveal everything sometimes you need thermal. <laughs>
2: Sure, <laughs> but, I mean that. But there's a there's a there's a sort of physical sense for some of that there. But like you know, a big hole in a wall that I could walk through. It's like you would be able to see. It. Yeah, that that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, uh, yeah, so bits like that. But oh, yeah, pretty great game. Pretty great game. I wish that Snes sound chip was a bit better. <laughs> so much
1: muffle Well, I mean, the music is still fairly iconic. Uh,
2: sure. Yeah so that boss fight music is quality but like the rest of it just gets on your nerves after a while <laughs> uh uh and the only other thing I, I i finished super hot i was right at the end of the game I, like I was literally on the last level as it turns out um last time i spoke about it that game is
3: real short mm.
2: um and now all it re- all it's really got left is here go do some challenge modes but there does seem like there might be a lot of them But it does mean playing every level you've already played again in with slightly different conditions applied, Hmm. and it's like, and that seems like all that game is, which is actually a bit more disappointing than I thought. Really, it's like I've seen some of the stuff, I've watched some videos of some of the stuff around the edges, like there's hidden terminals in every level, and I found none of them, and I was like, well, what are these? And it's like, well, because what you have to do is ridiculous. Some of them are as simple as just like jumping puzzles, get out of the. Get out of bounds in some way, but some of them are actually like these are ways to break the world in interesting ways.
1: Well, it's basically and just it's braid, right? Yeah, some of them are jumping puzzles. Some of them are ridiculous shit that you'd never be able to figure out in a million years.
2: There's one in particular where you get to a secret area where there's a. It looks like it just. It's just a straight. Like an empty floor,
3: Mm.
2: but there's random shoes, (laughs) like, um, like that are throwable objects. And the idea is you've got to pick up the shoes, throw them at the floor, and where the pieces still are, those are bits of real floor that you can stand on. (laughs)
3: Okay.
2: And so then you have to make your way across this floor to the thing. Which, in principle, real clever. If you were trying to figure that out, or even just getting to that place seems like it might be a bastard. In fairness, but like just.
1: Like technically they do that in Enter the Gungeon as well, don't they? There's those there's that room with in the invisible path. Oh, sure. And like in, well, in the gungeon there's plenty of there's different ways to solve that. Mm. And apparently the actual way, like the the base way, like the un upgraded way, I guess you'd say for Enter the Gungeon, the way you're meant to solve that is if you use your basic gun, because it has infinite ammo, when you reload and the shell casings pop out, you can use those to see where the actual floor is. Oh, interesting. By just reloading your gun and throwing the showcases on the ground to see where the path is. Oh, uh, cool. And I would have never thought to even try that, but yeah. apparently that's like...
2: <laughs> I guess a bit you would have thought that would actually work.
1: No. Yeah. Because obviously the way I did, did it, it was like, well, you can fly for salts if you get one of those power-ups, but then, then you can use like the water gun and just spray the ground with the water and see where it is. <laughs> ah, <laughs> it's like nice. that's much easier. Nice. But yeah, the way you're... The, like the... Basic, most simple way to do it is actually so obscure you never would have thought of that.
2: <laughs> cool that it's there, like it's in, it's in the, it's in
3: world. Yeah, I like that.
2: Uh, yeah, so super hot, pretty rad, but ah, uh, boy, that's a that's at the cost it normally is. That is a really hard sell.
3: Mm.
2: And I hear super hot VR is even shorter, so it's like.
1: Mm-hmm. But at that point, you've already bought a VR headset. So money.
2: Yeah, you need, you need <laughs> stuff for it. You see the pricing for Vive Pro? Did we talk about that?
3: No, I don't remember. It's mental. Well, like
2: really expensive, and most of the cool stuff is optional extras, like the the no cable stuff. So it's, like it's not built in the headset. No, no, no. You've got to buy the extras to make it go wireless. <laughs> mental. You're not helping. Like you're not helping VR with your high prices. All cool stuff though.
3: Uh,
2: you may have noticed for the last two weeks I've not talked about Sea of Thieves.
1: Yeah, I mean,
2: I don't. I don't think I'm going to go back to that game.
1: I've Kind of already figured that out the first time.
2: I mean, I had, I did play a bit more of it after the, you know, after the first cast. I talked about it, but really don't know what more to say about it. It's just,
1: you just have to wait for patches. Yeah, it's a bit how long? It's a, it's it's like it's, No Man's Sky, where I haven't even gone back to that. Yeah. <laughs> But if I did go back to that at this point, it probably would be quite different, because there's been so many cats. Yeah.
2: For me, it's just it's just a big old bag of nothing. After a uh, first few hours. Mm.
0: Well, it's the new No Man's Sky, and that's what they say.
2: Yeah, no, the No Man's Sea has been thrown has been around quite a bit. So basically, if we come back to it this time next year...
1: But then you'd actually have to buy it, <laughs> and I would just get another month of game. Pass. Well, I mean, you would still have to buy it, I think. Maybe, yeah. It would be would be
2: your free game pass. I, well, no, true. I have still got a few more months I can use, but I haven't, and they would they will run out fairly soon. I'll have to bank them in. But that's the like, right last me till next year. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's that's all that's worth talking about that I can remember.
0: cool uh some games super some metroid games. <laughs> rise uh yeah
2: not rise don't play Sorry. rise play Rhyme. <laughs> Rhyme. <laughs> i think it's spanish It might be really i don't know how to spell that or something like that but everyone calls it rime mm. it's like r i m e yeah right Close i only enough. noticed it might be spanish because sombra in uh overwatch has a skin that's a, that's that's called rime and it's like it's like bluey yeah but rime like, is
1: like frost Another, oh is it another word for frost well I that think. would make
2: sense <laughs> yeah yeah no, okay I'm pretty so, sure that's not what yeah that's, that's that's def- that's definitely not what that's about well unless it means something else in spanish well, yeah, like like
1: is, i mean rhyme, like yeah if it is a spanish word as well
2: it could it could be a slang for something yeah
0: how are we doing on happy salad videos on youtube.com
2: uh sonic colors went up last week
0: they oh yes uh, the first I, part i did watch that and it did strike me that hang on a minute like the sort of story st- stuff in this while simple is like it's quite well made. okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> like this it's is course. actually like fine in fact that in fact and like the setup of the kind of um even without all the aliens or whatever they're called wisps but Mm. just the setup of the kind of theme park thing in the sky or whatever and all the aesthetics of it it's like yeah this is kind of what i would probably want from like a sonic like this makes sense
2: yeah it it has it does have its own logic and its own winks and nods to itself that i really appreciate and
0: it's yeah it's just compared to all the trash. <laughs> it yeah. was like, hang on, this one was sort of okay.
2: Well, this in was the first moment where, where it felt like they had acknowledged, like they were sort of aware yeah. that of of what Sonic is. And yeah. it was just like, oh, oh,
1: okay, no, no, you do know what's good and bad. Because like, like the last game when they had unleashed, and it's like they were dead serious about that Werehog week. And it was no. like, this is so stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, <Don't>. And <laughs> yeah,
2: it, it, really, it really didn't work in that yeah. game's favor at all know do it this way so check that out listeners if you haven't already Um, although i do find it i do find it that moment in that first video where he goes i'm I'm gonna call still call them aliens if that's okay (laughs) it's like a bit of me thinks is that sort of like being like racist Racist. in some way (laughs) yeah fully
0: racist you want some space racism and you don't (laughs) want to play mass effect again and get on get it on with ashley then uh, i would recommend <laughs> watching <laughs> the sonic colors video on on youtube.com happy salad yeah. channel
2: there's, there's another part of that to come at some point and yeah. uh teaser we did some revamp footage as well so yeah that'll be coming
0: chunk rumble rumble coming your way
2: yeah. uh, without the chunk rumble rumble without that part but yeah. Um, yeah but so. some classic stuff
0: <laughs> And uh, yeah. yeah, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks for another cast. I'm sure E3 is fast approaching, so
1: <laughs> relatively speaking, yeah, we'll have some have...
3: leaks soon, maybe yeah, leak leaks soon.
0: So catch you for that discussion in a couple of weeks.
3: Bye. <laughs>